What's happening, people? This your boy, Fish Montana, a.k.a. El Pesco, and welcome to this episode, man. Make sure you subscribe to iTunes, type in This Ain't No Podcast, and make sure you follow us on SoundCloud. Also, This Ain't No Podcast, and if you have any questions, you have any topics you want us to discuss for next episode, hit us up on Gmail at thisaintnopodcast at gmail.com or Twitter at notapodcast, N-O-T-T-A podcast. A lot, but hey, we try to make it. Come on, baby. Don't you forget, this ain't no podcast. What's wrong with y'all? Y'all always in the world. <laughs> Digging it up. Always in the world, man. All right, we record now. We good. Matter of fact, I'm gonna tell you, as soon as we cut this off, I'm gonna tell that story. I should have recorded first. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm still learning <laughs> after five years. Takes time. Everybody goes at their own pace. Has it been? It's been five years. We, we've been doing this almost. Almost, yeah. Damn, man, we got. Well, twenty seventeen, right? Late twenty seventeen. Late twenty seventeen. Yeah. I always say eighteen because it was close yeah. enough. Yeah, that's right. Because the lost tapes were recorded in twenty seventeen. Yeah, so. The lost tapes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did it before. Nah, shout out to Soldier Boy. <laughs> we was the first podcasters to have lost tapes. She talking. Oh, about, we man. we were about. I mean, but uh, we, look. I know we gotta get in, you know, to the intro and stuff, but we always do stuff ahead of everyone else, and we never get the credit. We the soldier boys of the podcasting game. We man. are. We, we really are. Everybody's always biting off of us. We was the first podcast with a playlist. We were. We were the one first ones to come up with the concept of a one stop shop. <laughs> and you honchos. know, honchos. We was the first one to bring up the Migos chicken boxes and all that. We started that, man. That was us. Uncle Buck, that was us. <laughs> I'm disgusted right now because of all our great ideas and how everybody has bit off of almost literally everything that we've said on the pod. We was the first ones to kick off a member of the show. <laughs> we were the first Before ones to bring Joe him back. Button. <laughs> right, we were the first ones to bring him back. <laughs> Before Joe Button, <laughs> that was us. <laughs> we were the first one to have spinoffs. Multiple spinoffs. Uncle Buck, you, don't get me upset. Now, now let me start this, man. We the first, man. We the soldier boys of this shit. You know what I'm saying? What's wrong with them? What's wrong with them? You know what? I got you. Let's start this. You ready, Uncle yeah, Buck? Go Come ahead, on, man. God damn it. Papa was a rolling stone, but now I got rolling stones in the bezel. Ice. Mama at home all alone, hustling, trying to keep this shit together. Mama! Young nigga smoking on gas, I'm living too fast, my foot on the pedal. Woo. If I go back to the past, my niggas ain't know we'll be rocking Coachella. Hey! If a nigga ever try me or play me, I buy him an ice dash shovel. Dig your own grave, That's right, nigga. Club TAMP, we here. If it's somebody birthday today, I just sit back and love Is that Uncle Buck over there? Yes, it is. What's going on, Uncle Buck? Pockets came with extra cheddar. Hey! I can see through the fuck shit. Shout out to A Martin. Go ahead and feed them kids, brother. I'm willing to feed whoever. How can I help you? Nobody judge you but God. You can watch us beat the Shout out to Giz, the audio. Oh, that's not his name no more. Shout out to Giz. Be Prince, where you at? Let's go. Mrs. Buck is upstairs. Let's get it. We was the first podcast to do everything. Better get you some bread where you from. I spent my meals on the crib. Cover myself up and then it's my shit. I spent the dime, go run you a 
grill. If you do the time, come home to a meal. Double my seal, sign another deal. G6 pills, money give me chills. I make the bitch hit a knee, she kneel. I make the stick hit when I'm in the field. I make your bitch lick it up like ill. Spend a hundred racks on the teeth, not a grill. Looking at your diamonds on your neck, ain't real. Nigga, you a bitch, let the Drake go kill. Know what I said? Spinning your block every day till you dead. Spin on the edge, Cody my man. Open your legs. I fuck with my stick in the bed. We shooting, not fighting like Craig. Bad bitches, they DM, they still in my thread. They ain't never give us our cred. Cut it, bros, go. Man, that's how you start a pod right there. That's how you start a pod, goddamn. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of that, who I got to my right? Uncle Buck. You ready? I hit it. Right, here we go. <coughs> Diaphragm. From the belly. Yep. In the soul. Mm hmm. B. 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 Big Buck brand, Big Buck Industries. He's in the building because it's his house. <laughs> <laughs> He's in his crib. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to A. Martin. You know what I'm saying? Daddy duties. You know, can't fault that man. Got to yeah, feed them kids, man. Happens. Got to feed them kids. Shout out to him, man. Shout out to Giz the Audio Wiz too. Also, man, he got a you daddy, know, duties, daddy yeah. duties. You know how this, we know how this is, man. Y'all know we got kids. You know what I'm saying? We are actual fathers over here. Y'all know that. We've been talked about that. You know what I'm saying? We in Uncle Buck's house, so he just, Mrs. Buck, just, <laughs> yeah, you, know. you know what I'm saying? She carries the load as we're, because we're going to work. This is work right here. Exactly, multitasking. Yeah, you ain't having fun. We working. You know, while we drink and get drunk, get, yeah. up and get drunk. And Chop it up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> now, I didn't say it was the hardest of work, but, but we working. You know what I'm saying? It can be a, a bit tedious <laughs> can, sometimes, from time to time. Yeah, we, we sweat down here sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, we sweat. You know what I mean? It's your boy, Fish Montana, a.k.a. El Pesco. Time to plug. Twitter, not a podcast. N-O-T-T-A podcast. You got a bag for us. Come on now. Pandemic is ended, man. We ready. We ready to step through. Uncle Buck has saved a fresh pair of Ferragamo just so he can step out to get the bag. He's ready. Oh, yes. He's ready. Okay. As a matter of fact, we should start doing I'm thinking about we need to get these live shows going, yo. Mm-hmm. We can go on location. We definitely could. Come on, man. But, you know, <laughs> let's not get there just yet. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just, I'm, putting, I'm manifesting, putting it into the atmosphere, uh, putting it in the world. <laughs> it's in the world. Get my fit ready. You know what I'm saying? Get your fit. <laughs> <laughs> get my fit. <laughs> a year in advance. Oh, yeah. We're going to do this in a year. You just got it ready, laid out. <laughs> you know, brush it off. Get the, get the lint brush it all together. Get the... I get the hat to go along with it. The door. <laughs> and you just got it in like, it's not even like a, you know, you put in like a a, a clothing like bag. Yep. It's, you got it in like a case. <laughs> like a Batman. <laughs> it's like in a chamber. On the sign on the tag. <laughs> you got to put a combination in. Location fit. <laughs> you got to put a combination to get that thing. You know what I'm saying? Gmail. This ain't no podcast at gmail.com. IG. Check out the artwork from B Prince, Mr. Magic Fingers, the one and only. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to him. Shot Town. You feel me? Check that out. IG. This ain't no podcast. Put the ad in front of that. Uncle Buck. Yes. Uh, we got things to talk about. You know what I'm saying? But before we get into these things, we're going to talk about because, you know, you know how we like to talk a little mm-hmm. shit, but it's just us. You know what I mean? But before we get into it, how you feeling, man? You all right? I'm here. I'm here, you know. You in the world? 
I'm in the world, <laughs> part of the world. I was a bit tired. I was a bit fatigued. Yeah. Yeah. Just coming back from vacation. You've been moving. We've been trying. You've been moving. We've been trying to keep the kids busy. And let me tell you, with vacations, you need a vacation from a vacation when you come back. Talk about it, man. That's a real thing. We talked about this on the phone. Mm-hmm. You didn't. You don't have a real vacation as adults, as as you are, married man, two beautiful kids. You know what I'm saying? You don't have a real vacation until you go without your kids. Yo, five <laughs> days up in Chicago, hotel with B Prince. Shout out to B. Shout out to him and Mrs. B. Mm-hmm. Fun time. Shout out to her too. Yeah. Uh, but every day we literally had activity lined up to go ahead and keep the boys busy, which means that we were busy. Right. <laughs> and man, let's just say that we were getting them steps in, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we, we were just out and about just really trying to make it happen. Eating a whole bunch of junk food that we normally would not eat, you know, but as long as the boys were happy, we were fine, you know, kept them occupied. They went to a city they'd never been before, so mm-hmm. they were enjoying the sights. That's what made it all worthwhile. With that being said, when we got back, we we we's tired. <laughs> we's tired, boss. We's tired, boss. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's been a few days since that point, and it just felt like, man, can we catch our breath? Because we're about to turn back around and head out once again out in the world, <laughs> world man, y'all in y'all been in the world, and we're gonna be gone for another five days in Charleston, South Car- South Carolina, South Cackalack, South Cackalack, Lackey, you know, and I guess once again be busy with activities every single day while we over there, along with the sweltering heat that is the Carolinas. Yeah, so we talked about it, and like, yeah, that's that is sounds just so tiring, yo. Because you got to keep two bad. Two, I thought you were going to say depressing. Bad. I would agree with that too. Okay. okay. <laughs> I was going to choose those words. <laughs> as you sip your drink, you know what I'm saying? Oh. Depressing as hell. But it's like, you know, when you were adults and you got kids, the vacation isn't yours. It's the kids' no. vacation because kids get bored. So you got to keep them, you know. Yeah, constantly. Keep doing something. Constantly. And, and you got a five year old. Five year old and a 13. So you also have to juggle the different. I guess needs, wants, that sort of thing with, you know, age, those two dynamics. The age gaps. Yeah, exactly. Where going out shopping, for instance, would interest boy number one a bit more because, oh man, you know, I can get some new clothes or I can get some new shoes or at least see some new clothes and see some new shoes where boy number two wants to go ahead and, you know, do things that keep them active, right? You know, like, oh, let's go to the amusement park or let's go to like an interactive museum or let's go see some toys. So you, you juggle a, a lot of that. And constantly, all that chirping in your ear. (laughs) Daddy. So not only are you physically tired, you mentally wiped out. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's just a beast, yo. Because that's a full day of shit y'all had to do. That along with, again, like juggling, like, you know, what to eat. And by the time the day is over with, I could literally kill a whole bottle of wine by myself (laughs) to go ahead and save my nerves. So that would be a bottle of wine a day. <laughs> that would need. That's five bottles of wine. That's five bottles of wine. You was there five days? That's going through five bottles of wine. I, I didn't have the five. I, I wanted them. Believe me. I feel like you could have did it. You definitely could have. I could have. I did have two and a half. <laughs> I like it. So we. Uh, Should have made it an even 
not even, but you should have made it three. Yeah, me and the missus, we we went out and you know got a couple bottles. We brought back to the room. So at the end of the day, when it was time to settle down, um, our reward was you know a little sippy sip, you know, sippy sip sippy, yeah. yeah. You know, and just go ahead and ease the nerves and build up enough courage to go to sleep and just face it all again the next day. <laughs> you know, you see, I, that shouldn't that's not vacation, though. And I know other parents have to feel this way. That's not vacation. If you're like not dread, I wouldn't say dreading the next next day, but you're preparing for the next day. Yeah, exactly. That's it wasn't not dreading. vacation, yo. It wasn't dreading, it was more so preparing mentally. Yeah, that's not vacation. Vacation well is you're supposed to wake up whatever time you want, you know. No. You eat. Whenever time you want to eat, you go do activities, whatever time you want to do activities. If you even want to do activities, you should just let, if you want to lounge around all day. Can't do that. Yeah, man. That's vacation. Yeah, can't do that. That's vacation. And then we wake up when the five-year-old wakes up. Oh, Jesus. So that's between seven and eight. <laughs> On vacation. <laughs> On vacation. So it's like work hours pretty much. <laughs> right. You know. <laughs> Set your alarm. <laughs> so you do have to have scheduled activities lined up. So. Get the day started, and then you gotta wake up boy number one because he's going through his whole teenage mode and he wants to sleep all day long if you let him. Um and he's also going through this thing, and I think we talked about it before where like he wants to eat everything that he sees in sight, but at the same time he wastes so much food. Yeah, I, I witnessed this upstairs. Tell him to eat his crust. He need to eat his crust. Man, it's infuriating like pizza. And that's what we know. So we were like, yo, like we spent all this money going out to eat and you barely getting through with half your food. We take it back to the room thinking that, oh, you can go ahead and munch on it later for a snack. Oh, they don't got no microwave in here? Well, I can't eat it. And, you know, you're doing this hissy fit. We're like, dude, we spent like over $20 just for your main course. Now, <laughs> that ain't even count on like the apps that you ate before then. You're going to waste all this food. Nobody wants to eat after you. Yeah, I'm, uh, you got to tell him. First off, we are, we are in agreement about the pizza that you, if you don't eat the crust, you're not eating the pizza. I think me and Uncle Buck are in agreement on that. Eat that is a waste crust. of. I mean, I see adults that do this, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm judgmental. But I look at it like this: I like good crust. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I eat the crust. I I'm will a fan say of that. Crust. I need to see the crust. It does need to be a good pizza. crust. I need to see the crust first. Mm-hmm. So if the crust doesn't look desirable, I don't want the pizza because mm-hmm. I'm eating the crust. Yes. I want the crust. You know what I'm saying? Or it needs a good like dipping sauce, whether it's like marinara or like a garlic butter. Yes, sir. At that point, even if it's Stop like a crap, thing up. yeah, if it's a crappy crust, you can go ahead and still bear it because you got the flavor from like the sauce, right? Yeah, yeah, and like you munch it, and that's a meal. Like when you get older, two to let's say four, I'm not even gonna say three, four slices to fill you up. It shouldn't be where you don't eat the crust; you can munch almost. A whole pizza by yourself because you're only eating the cheese for the most part. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Along with like the little thin crust part. There's a whole top half that you're missing up there. Yeah. Know? Eat that. You know? What's wrong with y'all? And then you still talking about you hungry afterwards or oh, there's no leftovers. Out. Dude, you know how much these pieces cost? Eat the crust. This there for a reason, yo. Like this should last you two days. Do they have crustless pizza? They probably need to invent it for, for people like that. We did it again. Mm. <laughs> Across this pizza, that would look so stupid. But hey, <laughs> it would. It'd just be like a flat, <laughs> like a tire. <laughs> it was like was it pizza round or something yeah. like that? Like just, I don't even know what you would call that thing. <laughs> I don't know what you call it either. It, it, cause is it truly a pizza without crust? Mm. Or is it just cheese bread? Mm. I think it's a cheesy bread at that point. 
Yeah. No, nah, because remember, yeah, in uh, high school or whatever, they had the rectangle pizzas. There was no crust on that. You know what I'm talking about? They was like rectangular. Mm, yeah. yeah. But I was like, that's a little bit different, though. Like, because there is crust on at least on the outer edges. Now in the inner, I get that. But on the outer, there's still like a crust. It's crust feel, I guess. I don't know. We're trying. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to think. I, I know we're on the verge of something. I don't know. We'll figure that yeah. out. But um, before we get into the topic, right, we was talking about, you know, we got to be in the world. That's the new hashtag, man. Mm-hmm. We got to be in the world. Being in the world. That's the new. I feel like that should be the new phrase. Like, you know how we outside? Yeah. Hey, I'm outside today. No, you in the world. Yo. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out to my home. <laughs> shout out to my homeboy, Chaz. Yo. Yeah, great way to do. Shout out to my homeboy, Chaz. This weekend, uh, I had a mixy weekend. I was I was being mixy, yo. Okay, what you, know you I'm saying? Now that I'm big vaxxed up, <laughs> just actually, I, I know with some of the stuff like you, you're really immersing yourself in the world. I'm in the world, man. Yeah, you know, you, you're doing, <laughs> you're dibbling, dabbling, and in, in, in a little bit of everything. I was brunching. Yes, I brunched. I was proud of you too. Thank you, man. I had my whole brunch outfit and my button down. <laughs> yeah. I had about three buttons undone. You weren't wearing the gators, but I was like, well, let me hey. slide. Well, because you know, I had to. I didn't do it too. It's a difference between in DC. I feel like if you have a D, because DC is brunch capital. Yes. That's not. That's not District of Columbia. That's brunch. You know what I'm saying? You got to put the BC. Baltimore getting there too, though. We all, but DC is just way ahead of us because they've been brunching. You know, mm. a brunch is a part is a club now. Like you know yeah, what I mean? I guess you can say that. Like I can see that. So I would would I would probably would have wore some hard bottoms out DC. <laughs> like, people be dressed up. It look like the Cotton Club sometimes. You go <laughs> any we get some. You go go brunching in DC. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah, so I've been out in the world, and where I got this this phrase, man, I, I just love to say it because it just feels right. Mm-hmm. So shout out to my homeboy telling us uh, this story. You know, he had a situation out Pennsylvania. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna tell y'all what happened, but you know. A situation, yeah, involved involved some police and things like that. But he was just telling us, uh, I think the cops was like, you know, he's a smoker. Cops smell some smoke. Tried to search his car. He said no, and you know that turned into some other things. But he's telling us the story, and he's like, "How's the cop going to tell me I smell like weed and I'm outside of my car? I'm in the world." <laughs> <laughs> and I sat there. I was like, "That's fucking genius, right yes. there, yo." I'm in the world. That's like, yo, if that, you should be able to say that with any case that you're in. You know what I mean? Because it's true. Like, y'all know. <laughs> what was I supposed to do? I'm in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the world, y'all know. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I can't help being, you don't want me not be in the world. I mean, if you're in the streets, baby, you know, like <laughs> all types of scents and smells <laughs> all types permeate of- just. <laughs> Just all around you. It's just circulating all around us. You don't know who's. How you know that was me smelling like that? We in the world. We outside. Because going going around DC, you bound to pick up some contact. Just walking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just walking down the street. I'm leaving my leaving my office and I'm going to lunch and next thing you know, woof, and it just, it just smacks you upside your head and like, man, I hope I don't get in trouble today. You just come home high every day after work. <laughs> just some contact. Just some contact. It's like, ah, damn. You're like, oh man, that's that loud right there. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> you don't even smoke, but you know, like the strains yeah. and shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> just from walking from work, walking to your car. I was like, what's that pineapple express? <laughs> I was like, what's that? That's that cryptochronic like right there. Oh man, that's that Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> like for real, like it just smacks you. So there is a point to what your boy is saying. 
For real, for real. Like, you, depending on what you're wearing, like, it can go ahead and soak into your clothes. So who is the officer to go ahead and hold him accountable for something that he could have easily just been an innocent bystander? Your Honor, I wear a lot of absorbent cotton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is expensive cotton. It, it, it takes a lot of scents and smells. Like it This is 73 a count. <laughs> <laughs> like, it absorbs a lot of scents, Your Honor. Your cologne is on me right now. I'm not even by you. What's that, Jute? <laughs> right. <laughs> Armani? <laughs> Armani exchange? Up there? Is he Miyake out there? <laughs> Hold on. Did you wash with Old Spice? <laughs> Bear Claw? <laughs> Yo, what you want me to do? I'm just absorbing scents here. Yeah. Like this is good. This is a good thread count. This is pure cotton, y'all. Hundred percent. I'm gonna get some scent on me. I'm in the world. And if he has a good lawyer, if he chooses to go that route, they can show him purposely spraying some. I don't know Versace on him. Enter into the court, uh, the courtroom, mm-hmm. being recorded. And he was like, "If you smell me now, all these witnesses." Eyewitnesses in this room have seen me just sit here, mind my business up until this point. Smell me now. <laughs> you and that smell Versace. <laughs> and if he's a good lawyer, he can like you know how lawyers like to spin it like, please, judge and jury, do not judge this case with your eyes. Judge it with your nose. <laughs> and then to give everybody a chance to partake in the essence that is him. I have essence sense. And then, <laughs> you know, sticks. And then he pulls out those sticks that you get in the store. He just rubs against your homeboy. He just passes them out to everybody. Take one, please. Pass it around. And everybody smells something different. That proves his point. Proves his point. Okay. Hey, I think I, I think we should be his lawyers for real. I think we just invented a new defense tactic. Yeah, man. We're the first that wants to do that on a podcast. We are the first podcast to do, to just, you know, put a whole dissertation together for a client. You know, we created a whole new scenario out of thin air. I'm telling you, we're the first podcast to do that. Ever. We're the first podcast to tell people that they're in the world. I believe so. <laughs> I definitely believe so. You got to be in the world, man. A lot of people been in the world, though. Yeah. Shikari. Mm. She was in the world. She definitely was. She was out in the world. She was. She's a, she's she's a lot faster than us in the world. True. She's still in the world, though. She's in the world. So when you're in the world, things happen, man. Mm-hmm. That's that's the that's why that's such a great thing, like just a great excuse, because you know the world's a lot of temptation, man. Yes. A lot of things happen in the world. What you want me to do, man? I'm well, in the world. I gotta shit. I gotta make decisions in the world, mm-hmm. whether good or bad. I'm in the world. <laughs> what you want me to do? <laughs> that expression. Read what you saw. What you sell, but yeah, man, shout out to uh Shikari Richardson. I believe that's her name. Yes, it is. Yep. I hope I'm saying, I believe I'm saying it right. Shikari or Shikari? I've heard I think both. it's Shikari. She says Shikari. I've heard both pronunciations. I wonder which one, but right. I think she has Carrie. Yeah, Shikari. Yeah. I'm gonna apologize to her if I'm if we're pronouncing it wrong. Uh, all respect to Miss, Miss Shikari Richardson. Uh, but you know, she um qualified to go to the Olympics. Was it the 100 meter dash for yes. the 100 meter for mm-hmm. the 100 meter dash? Smoked. A lot of people, no yes. pun intended. Yo, yo, there you go. Almost five years in. <laughs> you know, it just, it just happens. It's natural. You know what I'm saying? I've been in the world a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, she, um, you know, she qualified for the 100 meter dash. Uh, 
women's track and field. She was going to the Olympics in mm-hmm. Tokyo. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but just recently, news came out. Miss Jakari uh, failed her drug test, uh, came back positive for marijuana. All right. She got a 30 day suspension. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's, it upset the black to the world. Yes. Right. Upset the black to the world. You know, a lot of support for Shikari. Shikari, excuse me. Uh, a lot of support for her, you know, saying, hey, let that girl run. Let her run. It's not fair. A lot of things. You know, a lot of celebrities came out, you know, mm-hmm. in her defense and things like this. Uh, I believe Shikari came out herself and explained why she did it and what she was going through at the time. So, you know, that happened, man. That happened. And it is unfortunate, you know, because she's talented. I love to see her be, and she, you can tell she's her, you know, she's mm-hmm. out there, got the nails all done up, got the hair done up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And she's her own person, like she brings that personality. A lot of black girls see her and they can relate, you know what I'm saying? So it's unfortunate that, you know, this is happening and that she's getting the, the, the 30-day suspension, right? But I, I think she can, but she can still compete. After 30 days, it's just not a, the same event. It's like real. She can do the relay, I think. I think so, yeah. Because um, I forget when the Olympics actually start. Meaning, hey, I don't know either. Because um, I know they typically start around like August. And her suspension will be up July 28th, I want to say it is. Right. Um, but they're saying that she's going to miss, yeah, the, the event that they were hoping that she was actually going to break the world record in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which is unfortunate. But there you go. Let's do it. Yeah. Go ahead. How you feel, my brother? So <laughs> with everything going on uh, with this situation, I know she's had an outpouring of support um, from a number of communities. Nike has come out and, and released a statement, I want to say, uh, in support of her. Yep, they support her. Different from what they've typically done. Um, but they know what they're doing. Oh, uh, pandering. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. Um, I got some for them, too. I hate to say it like that. But <laughs> but I want to circle back to, to that later. With the situation right here, I am taking the unpopular stance. And I guess I feel like this is being Uncle Buckus. But <laughs> I feel that the rules are the rules. They're very clear. And, and I want everyone else out there to be clear about this, too. I'm here to say that I think that the standing rule is archaic it's like oh it needs to be revised like because we just had a performance enhancing drug facts however <laughs> it's clear and she knew this going in like you can't smoke like it's, it's not just then the ioc has it in place where if you smoke marijuana you're gonna get suspended mm-hmm Period. Like, th- there's no need to go ahead and do this deep dive. The rules are the rules. And to say that, oh, well, they're hating on her and this and that, she made a conscious decision to go ahead and do this. She admitted as much. Mm-hmm. You just admitted that. And I saw the clip too. And I, I give her props that she took accountability for it. She stated the reason why. And once again, I get it. With that being said, the rules are crystal clear as far as like what you can and can't do. And this is one that can't. And she unfortunately jeopardized her status, if you will, as, as far as like, you know breaking the world record. She might do it, you know, in the world championships, but it's not going to be in the Olympics, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, people are like, oh, they hating on her and oh, they don't want to see a black face. I'm sorry. I can't agree with that either because we've seen nothing but primarily black faces for the past. How many years in track and field, especially Michael Johnson going back even further than that? Like Flo Joe. Yeah. Flo Joe, uh, Gil Devers, um, even currently with um, people like um, Alison Felix, Mm. you know, and, and, and that's where it kind of brings me to Nike where I'm holding them accountable too. Cause I'm like, y'all being some hypocrites y'all supporting, you know, Shikari for, you know, this um, episode right here. And again, I think you guys are being progressive, but you went ahead and dropped Alison Felix when she got pregnant and she couldn't, you know, you felt like she couldn't meet her uh, commitments for having a child doing a natural thing. Whoa. For real? Yeah. I didn't know that. So that, you know, Whoa, I'm, I'm looking Nike. at them like, hold up, y'all, y'all kind of being like, you know, sometimes in, in this situation too. And Felix, she's going to the Olympics. Mm-hmm. She's favored in her events, if I'm not mistaken, on top of that. So I, I just feel like we're, we're, we're picking and choosing our battles. Where are we all with the outrage over that situation? Because that's fucked up. That's a, that's actually more fucked up than what we're talking about with Shakari because she blatantly broke the rules versus someone who was having a child. They dropped it like a bad habit. Got dropped. I didn't know that. But you know I mean, but but you know, when you say that, I mean, when Nike came out and said that, like, you know, I'm, I like Nike. You know, I really yeah, have no gripes against. No, Nike, and I love but, Nike. I mean, and maybe they they learned. I'll, I'll put it like that. I give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they learned. No, I feel like they. Well, well, well. Okay, maybe they have. Mm-hmm. Maybe they did learn. But my mind, the way I look at it, company that big, and you know, Nike is, has been around. Nike is supposed to be like a company like uh that the culture we like wearing nike mm-hmm. nike i feel like they've uh they've done a good job of understanding where they stand in our culture mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and that we spend a lot of money with nike so they're just gonna you know they want to keep that they want to save face with us so when they see mm-hmm. certain people that we gravitate to i feel like that's you know no matter what their stance is for real we'll never know you know what i'm saying it's just who we can who we look at and who we like at the time, who we love at the time and support. They're gonna stand by them just for market dollars. You know what I'm saying? So now mm-hmm. they're gonna promote. Chikari's gonna get a bag probably from Nike. They're gonna promote oh, yeah. her. They're gonna put her in all types of advertisements. Watch, you gonna see her a lot of places. Oh, 100%. You feel me? You're gonna see her face on like Nike track. You know track uh, uh, lines, and you know you're gonna see her. And we when you walk into the stores, you're probably gonna see her face. You know, on on like a you know what those shit called like a not a billboard, but you know what I mean. Just yeah, advertising some like Nike track suits and track shoes and shit like that. So yeah, they gonna they gonna capitalize off this shit. That's that's how they know how to do it. And yeah, man, I'm a, and I do agree with you. With as far as Shakari, like I'm again, it's unfortunate that that young lady can't run. Uh, I definitely wanted to see her, you know, break that record, you know, and 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 win a gold medal, bring a gold medal home. Um, that video of her and her grandmother, yo, when she ran up there and hugged her grandmother is one of my favorite videos. No, absolutely. Beautiful. You know what I'm saying? But again, yeah, th- as fucked up as the rules are, the rules are the rules. Uh, she did break the rule. Um, she, she, and to my thing, she showed accountability. Like she wasn't hiding from it. Like no, she absolutely. said, she said, I was going through something. May have not been the best of the, like she said, I was going through something at the time. I needed something to cope, which is very understandable. 
You feel what I'm saying? Like, I'm definitely, I'm not faulting Shikari at all. I'm just looking at the people that's, you know, we're all outraged. Now, I even posted. I did post Let Her Run. I posted that on my social media. I didn't see that. I wasn't going to say nothing. I posted it. <laughs> but this is what I thought it was going to happen. You want to hear my thought process? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, go ahead. So, you ever know, like, how there's been things happen where, like, social media is such a big platform that it overturns certain things. Like, some, mm. it makes a, it forces some companies to go, ah, shit, we getting all this backlash. All right, fine. You know what I'm saying? That's what I thought was going to that, That's it. In Fish, Montana, El Pesco's brain, that's what I thought was going to happen, yo. Because especially in black Twitter, we have a lot of power to make people overturn certain things. You feel me? Especially in that social media realm. Yeah. It reaches very far, right? But then I thought, after I posted, I'm like, I had to realize who we're going to who the we're, IOC. Yeah, yeah, it's like ah, that's the Olympics and shit, man. They don't they, care. They don't, this is global. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> they try to figure out what's good. They try to get shit together in yeah. South Africa, Ukraine, <laughs> all different. Like fuck y'all, American black people over here. You know what that I'm one country we got to deal with. <laughs> right? <Get> the other. <laughs> Like we gotta deal with like these countries. They got motherfuckers uh, uh, traveling over here in a boat. <laughs> China by itself got more people than you. <laughs> so like, yeah, we ain't gonna listen to what these motherfuckers are saying. <laughs> and then I'm also upset just with the law, the the rule. Okay, yeah. Let's, let's, we're gonna get off because I don't want to make it look like we're shining shit on her. It's more so. And, and when and when that it, it's just yeah. that the rules are the rules. But like I said, the the rule itself is archaic. It's it's like old school thinking where. Oh, you know, you're smoking the reefer. <laughs> you know, it's this dangerous drug, and it can do this, it can do that. It is not a performance enhancing drug. You should be ashamed of yourself if you lose to a, a track runner that smokes weed. By the way, you should for real. For real. <laughs> you should be ashamed and get smoked. Yeah, no pun again. I mean, she killed with a T at the end. Like Kilt-a-tid. she, she killed a T. The Bama's, you know, and um, and again. Now going back to her, but it has nothing to do with her being in Oregon and being legal over there. The rules are the rules for the, once again, OIC, which international. <laughs> That's what the I stands for, right? Um, but they need to re-examine that rule because a number of countries have adjusted their position as it relates to marijuana. Mm-hmm. The U.S. included, which is one of your biggest feeders in terms of a number of different sports <laughs> you know, that you happen to oversee and you definitely want that smoke, once again, no pun intended, uh-huh. when it relates to positive attention in terms of breaking world records, you know, their celebrity beyond what the Olympics brings, you know, all that stuff. Like you want them to compete. You don't want them being disqualified over something that's been public, more publicly accepted now more than ever. Right. Yeah, I, I get it, man. I get it. And then it's just I'm looking at also the athletes. Right. Like, it's been a number of athletes that say they smoke weed. Not even, if you want to even take out the, let's take out just the enjoyment of smoking weed, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say, like, it's, she was doing it to cope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, people are using it the way that I feel like a lot of uh, researchers and uh, doctors who know about weed use it for. Like, they use it for a, you know, if you're feeling down, you're feeling depressed, use it as an antidepressant. You know what I'm saying? Or to, to cope with, like, to, to calm your nerves down. Or it's medicinal. Medicinal uses. Yeah, pro- yeah. Or mm-hmm. they use it for their joints. Al yeah. Harrington. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Al Harrington. Former yeah. NBA, uh, NBA pro. You know what I'm saying? He has his own cannabis line. And he said he used to smoke all the time 
not just for enjoyment, but because it was be- way better than whatever medication they was trying mm-hmm. to pump them up with. You know what I'm saying? All types of steroids and shit. He said, yo, I'm in the NBA, 6'9". You know, it's easy for my joints to hurt, my knees hurt, yeah. my, you know. Harsher drugs that you're taking, basically. Give me this marijuana. To something of the earth, out in the world. Out in the world, man. That's it's, the theme. It's in the world. Yeah, you know. <laughs> that, okay, if it's natural, then... It's not harming my body as much compared to something that gives me temporary relief, but it has all these side effects. Like it may, you know, you know, cure my joints, but it may cause this. It may cause that. Mm-hmm. You know, who, cause, wants, who wants to do cause that? a slight death? Yeah. <laughs> it's like case of death. Twenty yeah. <laughs> percent chance. <laughs> Your choice. Nice, baby. Cure his knee and back pain, but might cause <laughs> severe diarrhea. Your ball ball removal. <laughs> And you might die. <laughs> and slight death. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess you wouldn't feel no pain if you did. <laughs> we didn't lie. <laughs> Yo, that's messed up. <laughs> we didn't lie. <laughs> he ain't feeling no pain anymore. Look at him. This is, he looks as peaceful as he ever did laying there. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, that's how I looked at it. I looked at it like if we, if we all make a, you know. Now, I hate that. I hate that Shikari is kind of. I don't hate to put it this way, but she's sacrificing her career for this, you know, for, I guess for, who is it? The IOU? The IOC. IOC. International me. Olympic Committee. Yeah, for the IOC to look at this rule and maybe, you know, tweak it, you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, you know. Yeah. And then she's still young. She's still in college, right? You know, so she's what, like a sophomore, junior? Meaning, and I say that because... That means she's anywhere between 19 and 20, another four years from now. Mm-hmm. She's still going to be, what, 23, 24? She, she technically has a long career in front of her, in other words. Oh, yeah, but you know how they like to stain our name, though. True. I, in these days and times, I think that um, people have short memories, particularly with... They have short memories when they want to. I think they will with this one. The fact that you have a major company, major sponsor, in other words, in Nike... That's uh, supporting her. She has the support of the public behind her. It's not like she's being um, blasted by people like, oh, how dare you? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, they're supporting the uh, girl. And she has, she also still has a chance, like to your point, to compete in other events. It's just like not the main event that people were hoping for. And there's a whole bunch of events in between, like the World Championships, so on and so forth. What happens if she's clean? She breaks the record, you know, in between now and the next Olympics. They're gonna to have to include her. They're gonna want. They're gonna be dying for her to go ahead and make the next Olympics. I'm telling you, because you want a headliner in there to draw attention to that sport, so people will watch. Remember, at the end of the day, I don't. I don't think it's this situation. I want to be clear about that, folks, because it has nothing to do with color. <laughs> at least in this particular circumstance, I think the only color that will matter long term is green. Mm. And she has money. They will want her to participate as long as she adheres to the rules maybe the rules would have been adjusted by that point where you know you don't have to worry about marijuana because once again marijuana does not enhance your performance especially in running faster <laughs> like it like it doesn't let me tell you i tried to i tried to race one of my homeboys <laughs> <laughs> we were just fresh off of like a cypher you know what i'm saying and man if if that ain't the truest statement that that shit don't enhance not a damn thing like i thought i was like i definitely felt like Someone was holding my shirt, <laughs> like someone was tugging at my shirt, trying to run. Yeah, and then I like I thought I almost pulled a hammy. <laughs> I was 
like, hey, but at least you smoked. You didn't feel the pain, baby. I ain't feeling it. <laughs> I ain't feel the pain. I felt it after. <laughs> yeah, afterwards, after the high went down, I was like, ah! <laughs> my body started bleeding. <laughs> Not Internally. even just a certain part, but my, my body. <laughs> Stop bleeding out my ears. <laughs> it's a deep, it's a deep burn. <laughs> it hurts so good. Uh, but yeah, man. So I, I just want, and you know, you know, people who are listening, they probably gonna take this the wrong way. Exactly. And, we, and saying, no but, matter how many times we stress, we're not crapping yeah. on her. We understand what she was going through, but we also understand the rules. That's like going to like a white party, but you're wearing black. <laughs> you're not gonna get into the white party. What? It's, that's like you it's, it's, it's very simple But like I look that. good in black <laughs> Yeah I look I look good Wearing all black No Sir This is a white party You knew that ahead of time You're trying to enter Wearing black sir Because I'm black <laughs> We're all black <laughs> We're all black Wearing white <laughs> You're black Wearing black yeah. <laughs> Oh you th- This is racist Like To me that, that That's the argument It's, it's clear cut it's, it's not This is not a deep dive subject I think it's it's headline worthy because of who we're talking about and what she just accomplished. And we acknowledge like, yo, like we're pulling for the young lady. Of course. For real, for real. Like we want to see her break that record. Is that going to happen now? And all we're saying is that we understand the reason why it's not happening. And I feel like we just need to, we got to learn that it's okay to hold ourselves accountable for certain things. You know what I'm saying? Like it's kind of, I kind of wish we had our own like social media platform, yo. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we didn't always. It doesn't look bad when we're talking the way we're talking. We're like, yeah. yeah. I mean, she, you know, she had her reasons, but the rules are the rules. You feel me? I wish we had our own black social media. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Blitter, black yeah, Twitter. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where we all just get on there and we can be real with each other, have a conversation, and just not let everyone else see us look. You know, have this conversation. This con- conversation about our people. You feel me? I would say that. I think this situation is a learning lesson. And also, too, um, it could be possibly used to your point as far as like her being. And I'm trying to find the right word, too, because I know you struggle with it. I don't. Let's just say that she's at the forefront with trying to spark change yeah. within that sport. Yeah. Where maybe she could be a champion, an advocate, if you will, where appealing to the um, IOC about, hey, this is why I feel that this should not be a, a penalty any longer. Mm-hmm. These are uh, research shows X, Y, Z. This is, these are the benefits of doing X, you know, smoking marijuana. This is X, Y, you know, and just like really petition them over the next few years where again, come next Olympics. This is not even a conversation just because it's no longer relevant. This is a, this has been dropped. Her and other athletes are doing their thing. Just as long as they're not taking uh performance enhancing drugs, like steroids, um, what else? Like um, growth hormones, whatever else is out there to go ahead and actually uh, make changes to their performance to influence whether or not they win or not. You know what I'm saying? That 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 is another um, conversation entirely. But with this, this is at the very back of the line where, oh, marijuana. Why are you bringing that up? You know, you, I want to get to to that point because, like I said, this is an old school rule. This has been in effect for I. I I forget how many decades, but they still feel that it's still relevant where maybe they need to be brought to current views and, and also like look at the research. They're probably still relying on stuff from the 1960s and 70s and stuff. But yeah, like I, but like I was saying, like she I hate to see that she's sacrificing her career 
for like this, but it this does move the conversation forward. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Absolutely. Like you said, we need to adjust this rule. You know what I'm saying? Because with new day and age, uh, marijuana, like you said, most a lot of places in the country and even the world have changed their views on marijuana. You know what I'm saying? And how people can take, you know, how people take marijuana, how they, you know, how they're using it and how it affects your body. It doesn't, it's not a performance enhancement. Like, just look at it like that, yo. Just imagine how she would be viewed. Like you said that some people are viewing her, unfortunately, in, in a negative light. Just imagine how she will look like come next Olympics if she's viewed as the champion of changing this rule. Don't you think that will catapult her up another notch, if you will? If not, notches, plural. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, like she took the so-called L and she not only came out on top where she, I don't know, broke the world record at the world, you know, world championships a, a year or so from now, but also she changed, uh, I forget how many decades old law and she she just flipped on his back and now all of a sudden it's not even a thing no more. All because of her advocating. Imagine this, Uncle Buck. Shakari just, you know, just runs through the 100 meter dash, breaks mm-hmm. the record. Right. This is four years from now, yep, of course. Yep, mm-hmm. She stands on that podium, gets that gold medal. Mm-hmm. Lights the fattest blunt you ever seen in your life, yo. Just sparks <laughs> up right there on the podium. Imagine how legendary that would be. <laughs> she just sparks up right on the podium, and everyone's just. A <laughs> and it th- just throws up the fist in the air too. Yeah, it throws the fist. Oh, <laughs> first off, I'm saying this now. Whoever takes that photo, you send it to me. I'm getting it framed and I'm hanging it in my house, yo. I need that photo. I need that immediately asap. Okay, I need that photo. What's T.I. say? Expeditiously. Yes. I need that. Because that's not the pure definition of being in the world. (laughs) (laughs) That is being in, that's being on top of the world. You got a, you got you got the gold medal around your neck. Come on. Doobie in your mouth. Come on. (laughs) Fist up in the air. air. Come on. Hair done. Nails did. Come on now. What are you talking about? just tatted it up. (laughs) (laughs) What are we talking about? Shakari, <laughs> Shakari, please, please, please. This needs to happen. She needs to, whoever her team is, they need to work on just pushing forward yep. to get that law changed, switched up, get it out of there. She shows up four years from now. Now, of course, look at her. She's an athlete by nature. Yeah. So, and then, you know, she's actively training in that four years. She probably could even be better. She's I was going to say, she's better. She, she's going to get better in time as long as she keeps honing her craft the way she's been doing. And then, in the meantime, just keep on pushing that law to get up out of there, man. And then, you know, show what marijuana can do. Yeah. The the, the good effects of marijuana. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Show what it can do. You are a, a fucking top athlete. You're the top of the top when it comes to being an athlete. You know what I'm saying? You are, in, you are, you are about to be an Olympian. Mm-hmm. Going to the Olympics at 19, she 19. was an Olympian. She qualified for the team. She was. Mm-hmm. 18, 19 years old. Crushed the competition. You got the image. You're a beautiful young lady. You know what I'm saying? You got this image. Other young girls uh, 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 younger than you. Women older than you, they respect you. They see you. You know mm-hmm. that you that you are someone they can relate to. You know they're gonna champion you, yo. And if Nike was smart, they would get behind this too. 
I told you. I'm trying to tell you. Like, watch out for all the. You can watch out for. Uh, Shakari is gonna be on all your finish lines and foot lockers, mm-hmm. all that shit. You're gonna see her, her face, Nike promo everywhere. Help her go ahead and advocate. You're a multi billion, or as the old president would say, billion, billion, billion <laughs> uh, company. Put that muscle behind her to go ahead and actually affect positive change because it's not only about her. This will help a number of your athletes that you have under contract right now in an array of sports. So actually, you're actually helping yourself. You're putting money behind someone to help you affect your bottom line. It's such a trickle effect because you see what the marijuana business is doing. It's booming. Yeah, it's booming. So it's not like you're, you know, hey, she smokes coke. She smokes crack. Yeah. Promoting crack, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> crack is at an all time. The stock for crack is at an all time low right now. So now it's like it's not like they're putting all that Mar- the eggs in a basket in the crack game. No, it's for marijuana. This is a thriving business, mm-hmm. million about to be billion dollar business. Is it billion dollars already? I'm pretty sure it is. If not, it's about to. It's be. about to be this thriving business, and it's about to you know be all over the country. Put your eggs in that basket, man. That's a lot of money that y'all can be. That's a, that's money on the table right there. It's up to them if they want it. Yeah. Did you know she has her own strain of weed now? She has a Shakari pack. I'm not surprised. At they move fast, man. Listen, I seen got, that shit. I'm he, like, what the? Yeah, seize the opportunity. <laughs> yeah, ride the wave, baby. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, ride the wave. That shit probably do make you fast as hell. Though. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. At least you think you fast. Right. <laughs> Gonna be seeing niggas on the track, yo, <laughs> blood in the hand, like yo, Tommy, yo. <laughs> Meanwhile, you just <laughs> you just move slow. You run an eight point five forty. Everybody else finished the hundred and like, what is it? <coughs> Ten point whatever. <laughs> By the time you finish, it's like twenty. <laughs> you, you double the time. <laughs> you run a minute, hundred yard dash. <laughs> I'm like, damn, nigga, when you gonna get here? I thought the pack was uh, <laughs> I felt fast. Y'all yeah, ain't feel I felt that? Fast. <laughs> you ain't feel that as, run, as I was running by? It's about the perception, man. It's <laughs> about how you feel, baby. In my mind's eye. <laughs> In the world, I'm fast. <laughs> In the world. <laughs> on the track, I'm not. I'm not, baby. You know what I'm saying? But uh, let's keep talking about accountability, man. Mm. Let's talk. Let's keep. Let's stay on that wave, right? Of accountability. Um. Judge Joe Brown. Mm. He just did an interview. Uh, what's my man's name? Uh, what's my man's name, bro? Hold on. Yeah, look that up real quick. He been in the news. He been in the news for a little bit, for a few things. Oh yeah, Mark Lamont Hill. Mark Lamont Hill. Right. Mark Lamont Hill. Um. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna play it. I was gonna say you gonna play excerpts of the interview. Yeah, so cause I don't want to, you know, I'm a, I want the people to do a judge. Going yeah, on. justice. Yeah, I got you. Because I, I t- Judge Joe Brown definitely <laughs> can explain it better than what I'm about to say. So let's let Judge Joe Judge Joe Brown had an interview with Mark Lamont Hill about the uh, release of Bill Cosby. Well, if you don't know, Bill Cosby released from prison. They threw out his case for the sexual assaults and things like that. Uh, so, so he had a mm-hmm. conversation with. Judge Joe Brown about the release of Bill Cosby. And, you know, Judge Joe Brown don't hold back, man. Nah. He one of them old school niggas, man. He, he, he one of them old black men. He's like, 
I'm already old. What you gonna stop me? <laughs> you gonna stop me from saying what I feel like saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So let's get into it. Let's hear what he had to say. Hold on. Here we go. You ready, Uncle Buck? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Let's see what I got here. Cosby also has to be accountable for what he represents and for acts of uh, and for predator-like behavior. What about Say these women being accountable for their own behavior? They were groupies. Well, you know, sex, drugs, rock and roll, sex, drugs, rap, sex, drugs, baseball, football, basketball, movies, television. See. Yeah, but, but, but right now I'm talking about Bill Cosby. I'm saying we it, forgot what that term meant. Sex, drugs, rock and roll. The bimbos come to the party, they hang out, they get drunk, they snort lines of blow, and they have a good time. Uh, They use the hall closets to give head, the bathrooms to get down, and you go in to get your coat off of the bed, and they're laying on top of it doing somebody. See, that's what that's about. So, yeah, but, I but, mean, but just, not it, has be, it has to be consensual, though. 30, 40, 50 years after something was in big-time style, when this stuff started out, the sexual revolution was going on. And a lot of women well, got so, into so they, it they, deeply. Okay, but so, so there's two I things mean, you raised. The but first, is, no, yes, but first we, we, let's, let's talk about Bill Cosby. We can, we can talk about the women, but let's talk about Bill Cosby. Let's talk about Bill Cosby for a second, because that's the, the person we're talking about. Is I, My what question was, is there room to... to, to what did he do? Well, according to the deposition, he gave women pills. And in one deposition, he, he specifically he said pills. he didn't he know didn't whether. It down he, no, let me finish. He didn't take advantage of them. Look at that interview Whoopi Goldberg did with that model Johnson. Whoopi got all. So, on. so said, wait a minute. You're trying to so tell hold on, me. Hold on, that hold on, hold on, hold on Judge. Let me ask the question. Out you were high. He called the cab, took the elevator down with you, put you in the cab, paid your fare, tipped the man, and sent you home because you were high. So what did he do? So, to- so in one in one deposition, so so judge in one deposition specifically when he was asked the question, uh, was he sh- was he sure that the woman was sober enough? All right, I think y'all get it. I think y'all get what's going on. Um, so yeah, that was Judge Joe uh, talking to Lamont La- 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 Hill. Lamont, what's his name? Yeah, Lamont Hill. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, Mark Lamont. Yeah, Mark Lamont Hill talking to him. So yeah, he's basically saying, you know, well, he, you heard what he said. <laughs> you feel me? And he was keeping. You know, giving a definitely a different perspective on what's been going on um, with that Bill Cosby case. And uh, actually, before we deep dive into this, you know, what we should bring in who's that? Let's put some pimping on this. Man. Oh yeah, I think we need to bring some pimping on this. We need to bring some pimping in on this, man. Is he already? He already available too. Yep, he's already available. Hold on, hold on. Y'all just wait a minute. Y'all wait one goddamn minute. <laughs> We here, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, before we had to before we give our opinions on it, we had to bring this man in. You know what I'm saying? We had to bring him back. Y'all know what it is. The hashtag king himself, Mr. Not a game, Mr. Pimpin'. You know what I'm saying? Raji Almani, man. What's happening, man? Man, chillin', chillin', coolin'. Acting like I know. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, just, 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 just getting an understanding of these world events and what's going on today. It's, it's a serious, it's some wild stuff, some wild stuff. So I think the theme of this episode is us, everyone is being in the world, yo. That's the new, that's like the new saying, like you're in the world. You know how people say, "Oh, I'm outside," yo. No, now it's like we're in the world. 
<laughs> yeah, we're in the world. In we're the in the world. world. <laughs> we in the world. That's the new saying. So, you know, what we bring to you, my good brother, uh, Mark Lamont Hill did an interview with Judge Joe Brown uh, about the release of Bill Cosby and what he thought of the uh, the case and things like that. And um, you saw the clip. We let you, you know, we sent it to you. We showed it to you. Um, yes. Judge Joe Brown definitely has a different view of what's going on than most people. Um, he, he gave his opinion on it and what he thought was going on. Uh, what, how do you feel, man? Like, first off, do you, do you, how do you feel about what Judge Joe, his perspective? How do you feel about how he looks at this, uh, situation? All right. Well, with Judge Joe Brown, how he's looking at it, I feel as though he's looking at it in the same way as his, the time that he was living with, with, what things were going on. Mm. He's looking at it in that perspective. And somewhat, I'm not that old, but I understand where you're coming from. And I'm looking at it somewhat that same very perspective. I feel as though a lot of them women back in the day were doing exactly what was being done. They were on the mode to be uh, fast and pretty, you know what I mean? And get it in with the guys that they like if they chose to. Now, for the for the moment of him getting, getting charged with them coming up 20, 30 years later and saying something like that went on. It's just wild. 50 years later. Too. It's just some, wild. Some of them 50. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's just wild for real, for real, because it could have been done a longer time ago. If it was really that much of an issue, why ain't you been saying something? I think you're just saying something now just to try to get some money or bring something out of the way that, that was not already, <laughs> already there like one woman said something okay let me jump on the bandwagon right now you know what i mean just just on the strong <laughs> see when i when i watch the video i agree with you i think judge joe brown was just giving his perspective of that's his era too right so exactly i don't think i don't like to you know i don't i feel like he wasn't trying to be like malicious in what he was saying it's just that I don't know. I'm used to I'm used to hearing people talk like that. You know what I'm saying? We 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 grew up with older black men. You know what I'm saying? And they have a certain way of saying certain certain things. It may have sound harsh to the to the to the public. You know what I'm saying? But he was just basically going off like, "Yo, this was the times." You feel me? Like maybe well, that's, that's he, I wasn't exactly in the room. What... You know, he wasn't in the room with him. But this is what is going on. So he that's how he looks at the situation. Cause he was in those eras when drugs was very prominent. You feel me? And drugs, very drugs, prominent. Drugs and sex were happening all over the place, especially in Hollywood. And those, those years ago, at those times when it was going on, I mean, it was going down. You know what I mean? It was really going down for real, for real. They was looking like something else. I'm talking about physically wise. Just they was looking like something else, and the folks that were getting away with it, they was getting away, but they were still having to come back for real and. During those times when it was out there like that, what the eighties, the seventies, you know what I mean? It was not a game. It was they was on their thing. You know what I mean? And it was a lot of strung out females, a lot of strung out males. And they was having swinger parties like nothing. You know what I mean? That's that's the part of Hollywood that we don't know about. And to say someone is a misogynist off what they're saying, you gotta really look at it from all aspects of it before you judge on what they're saying because some people go like that, and some people just don't. And a lot of the ones that was out there was the ones going like that, and now they're trying to come back and say they wasn't. 
Yeah, man. I, and and I'm not trying to sit here and, and justify for Cosby because, again, I wasn't in that room. Could he have done it? Yes. Could he not have done it? Maybe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but. Yeah, you know what? You know, only, uh, not to cut you off. Not yeah, to cut yeah. you off too much, but I don't, I'm not really saying I'm, I could justify for Cosby, but 100%. 100% sure, 200% certain. If it was a real issue between y'all, why do you keep calling them back? Why y'all keep in contact with each other? Why was it a still pursued conversation and a still uh, their relationship with each other? If it was that much of a deal, there shouldn't be any more phone calls. There shouldn't be any more contact. It shouldn't be any more personal, uh, uh, any more personal type of contact because what happened to you was so harsh and so much of a of a dismay to you. You know what I mean? That you want to press charges against them. And for you to still stay in contact and then come 20-some-odd or however many long years after the fact, it's a whole lot of BS. Yeah, I mean, yeah, again, this like, this is a touchy... You know why this is just a strange case? It's a strange case because, like, I know Bill Cosby is probably thinking, like, He's probably just confused. You know what I'm saying? He's probably like, damn, yo, I may I thought we was just partying. You know what I'm saying? That yeah, could I be thought, it. That could cool. be what he's thinking. You know what I'm saying? Cause like like and I can't fault Judge Joe Brown. Like I'm not gonna sit here and be like I'm not even gonna say that's misogyny for real. If, especially if you're speaking on a time where this was happening. You feel me? Like they tried to yeah. say they tried to say that this is a mis- uh, this is a, a view of misogyny, but really, I feel like he was just giving the view of the time period they were in. You okay? You know, yeah, they saying it's a misogynistic view, but if you go on perspective on what was going on, that's exactly what's going on. And you, you know, know what I mean? Like you're not speaking out of wrong; you're speaking out of view and speaking out of uh, 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 experience. <laughs> you were there. You know what I mean? Like you're talking to somebody that's 20 years younger than you. And they're looking and viewing what you're saying a certain kind of way. When if you were around at the time, you'll understand about that time. Right. And then uh, let me let me just say something now, because I feel like this podcast they're gonna look at me and Uncle Buck like we we're, we're against women because we were just talking about <laughs> Shakari Richardson. <laughs> Even though we you know you know how people take shit out Love of context, the they're gonna take like little clips of what we were saying <laughs> and make it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Try to make it bad. Yeah, they gonna try to make it sound bad. Yeah, but you know, I'm only speaking of. Because I feel like nowadays you can't even t- talk like Judge Joe Brown. That's why you got to have people like Judge Joe Brown around to give these type of perspectives on things. Because people only see one side of different, you know, different different situations. You feel what I mean? Like, I understand yeah. people were hurt in this case. I understand people, you know, uh, they feel a different, they feel a way. And I'm not putting anything against those women that accused Cosby of what he did because again I wasn't there we all weren't there he could have did it he could have it could have been something you know you know he he probably you know it's it's in the air of maybe he did it maybe he did you know what I'm saying it's a lot of women right. out there it could be a gray area where they all got high whatever happened we don't know but when you have somebody coming out that's from that era that uh does he know Bill Cosby I don't know I'm not sure I'm not sure, either. but either way, he's Judge Joe Brown is from that era, and he knows how things were. He knows how things were in that right. time. Also, I add in real quick that he has nothing to lose. He's older. That too. His career is older. 
I'm um I should say over, but um yeah, I guess over. Yeah, like he's retired as a, as a judge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's he he truly has nothing to lose because he's older in his career and older in age. Where I'm beyond anything that you can go ahead and snatch from me. Mm-hmm. Where you can hold that over my head, where I can't speak at least my truth. Yeah, you can't cancel an old totally. nigga that made it already. Totally, totally. Because uh, I mean, you yeah. you speaking how you feel and you speaking your truth. That's exactly that. <laughs> you can't take it away. I just thought about what I said. They they tried to cancel Kazi, but yeah, I mean, but I mean, he can't he can't be canceled. I mean, he was on he was on but TV look, for how many years and he has that bag. Hey, yeah. time out. But time out. Do you know what Kazi was trying to do before all this even went down? Are you talking about the NBC shit? Oh my goodness! You hear me? He was trying to buy it. He was trying to get the whole company. That's on his front. Yeah, I heard about trying to buy a network. I heard about that. I don't trying know. to get a whole. How get true it. is that? I never even looked into that. Is that true? You feel me? I don't I know, know how Prince true. was trying to get one himself too. Because I mean, that's a multi-billion dollar. <laughs> yeah. And to my knowledge, he's not a billionaire. No. He might. Hmm. Maybe he had. You know. I mean, he had inv- investors. Yeah, investors. Which means that he would have had a a piece of the pie, which I, I think is still great. Yeah. But he wouldn't have had the whole thing by himself. But um, yeah. Either way, you know, I do feel like. And then you know what? You know what this reminds me of? Remember when Quincy Jones came out, and he was saying like, uh, people were just having sex all over the place, and Marvin Gaye yeah. had sex with like Marlon Brando and all that, or Richard Pryor had sex with. You know what I'm saying? He's just naming all this mm-hmm. shit. Nah, that was like he's old. that was real. It, I think it was real. Yeah, he's old. He don't he give wasn't a fuck. Lying. I don't think he's he lying, lying either. About it. It's like what is <laughs> what does Quincy Jones lying. really have to lie about? Especially if he's never yeah. really, you know, mm-hmm. talked about this shit before. Now he's at an age where you, like nigga, I'm just letting it all out. That's how I feel. Like Joe oh. Judge Joe Brown was doing. Mm-hmm. Like, well, what's it gonna hurt? what's gonna hurt him? You know what I mean? Like, if I speak how I feel and speak my truth, what can hurt me off of it? Like, what can you really do? That's I'm looking at how they speaking. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'm not sitting up here and telling you a story, no lies. I'm telling you what I've seen and what was going down. When you say pick up your coat because somebody land on it, that sounds like somebody was laying on his coat before getting it in. He has to say, excuse me, can I get my jacket? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you you see bits of part of what they're talking about, like in some of these movies and biopics where they show that these, like you said, uh, Raj, the swinger parties. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And like some yes. of these, these other gatherings, if you will, where like all types of shit would just happen, whether it's drugs, sex, both. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it it was a different yeah. time and it looks like all parties, men and women, accepted that. Once again, I want to be clear that we're not condoning that behavior. Mm-hmm. We're just mm-hmm. saying that it was a different time and a different way that things were being handled. And it appears that both sexes went along with the program. I, I don't know how else to put it, but I, I just think that's the yeah. just most straightforward way of saying it. Like men and women yeah. accepted like, okay, men did this. And for women, especially in that period to go ahead and get along, you were required to yeah. do X, Y, Z. And in some cases, some women, I'm not going to say all, but some women were okay with that. Yeah, they were willing Sorry. to taking drugs. Yeah, they were and you know what? Drugs that... and having sex and doing all these things like that's that's what it was. That was the time. 
Like, that's all we're Swap saying right now. That's what matter of fact, let's just take Bill out of the situation. That's we're just talking about what Judge Joe Brown said as far as the time. Mm-hmm. That was the time where especially yeah. if you're in Hollywood, music, that entertainment type that the entertainment field, there's gonna be drugs around. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you wanna be in that crowd. You wanna be in that crowd, you're gonna you're gonna do these you're gonna see drugs, you're gonna see sex, and people were just they knew that they were gonna get fucked up. You feel what I'm saying? They knew that they was going to take this amount, they're going to drink this amount, and they were going to get fucked up. And then whatever happened after that happened after that. We talked about it in past oh, episodes. Right. You know, um, we we talked about it in past episodes where that was just the lifestyle from that that period. Um, right. Once again, going back to the biopics, how many times have we seen? Um, I don't know the Temptations. Right, where you had like the the top singers hooked on drugs, mm-hmm. that Motown right. era, right? You know what I'm saying? It was yes. depicted in like other like fictional things, like the Five Heartbeats. Yeah. You saw the Doors with Jim Morrison getting hooked on drugs and just like just being totally spaced out. It was a common theme where they just got hooked on like whether it's I guess like marijuana as a gateway drug, so to speak, and they like this isn't enough for me I need more of an escape so they got hooked on like cocaine and just like other things you know it, nope. it, it was just, just heroin it was different and it's exactly. always a room it's always a room they're always in a room too <laughs> a room full of yeah. cocaine and bitches yo <laughs> and all those movies <laughs> and all those oh, movies the though. but I also was thinking this made me think of uh, Felicia Rashad they, they gave her backlash too yo yeah, and she mm-hmm. tried to because she was showing support that they let him out, and I was kind of I don't know how I felt like why are they giving. She had to apologize man. to Howard, right? Yeah, that's the, I don't know, man. She I, take sensitivity training. Did she? <laughs> yeah, I think she has to take sensitivity training. Oh, she works at Howard, right? Well, no, um, I think like being an alumnus or alum was it alumni or something alumni. like that. Um, I'm not doing that. She. Uh, what happened? She apologized to them. They were supporting her, but they were saying that they want to offer some sensitivity training tools. Her. But for what? Because her friend got out of jail? <laughs> for being <laughs> sensitive to victims of said crime. She never said, right. but she never downed them. She was supporting her friend. Her friend, she was. I always felt like Felicia Rashad was supporting Bill's legacy, not not so much Bill. That's what I felt like she'd been doing. Not so much Bill. You, you know what I mean? Like she got I, a lot of backlash. You, but you know what though? I know. It's it's crazy. It's crazy because <laughs> they want to give her. They want to have her do what do hours for learning how to give people whatever it was. But exactly what you said. She was just supporting her friend. She wasn't going against really the woman. You know what I mean? She was just giving support for her friend. That's crazy. How they want to uh, kind of put her on it too and say, because you was in support, you got to do this just because you was in support of your friend as a black man. She released a statement mm-hmm. supporting the women and, you know, saying that she wasn't insensitive of, mm-hmm. you know, what they went through. It was just that, which I was talking about, that she was just supporting Bill because of, you know, their relationship. And I, when, from what she said, I never, you know, see, that's why I got to stop thinking people think like me because <laughs> mm-hmm. when I heard what she said I never once in my mind well I thought oh she's shitting on the, on the victims 
know what I'm saying? Like she's downing the victims. Nah. I mean, th- first off, like he got released. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they brought, he got out of jail. You know what I'm saying? They dropped his case. Right. So she's just happy that her friend, that somebody who she knows personally, you know what I mean, for mm-hmm. years, and you know she saw what they were doing to his legacy. You know, like I, I feel like Felicia Rashad, she never really, she spoke on it, but she always was speaking on like how they're trying to treat his legacy of Bill Cosby. You feel what I'm saying? And now her yeah. friend is out of jail. Why can't you just be happy for your friend? And because of him, she's attained the status that she has attained. She's viewed as everybody's mom because of the platform that he provided yep. her. People have to be naive if they think that she wouldn't be appreciative of that position. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know? like she doesn't owe him a debt, if you will. And to a large extent, she does. Yeah. Like she, she, she possibly doesn't have to work for the rest of her life because of the platform that he provided her as well as the bag that follows that platform. Man, I know those those royalties. Yeah, those true that. Residual checks probably. Oh but y'all know what's. Can you imagine? Yeah, but you know what's crazy though? I have seen her in a lot of movies on the low. And I've seen her in a lot of like B movies though. You know what I mean? But I've seen her in a lot of movies. Taking a lot, even seen her in the Drake video. You know what I'm saying? I've seen her in a lot of low <laughs> movies on the shrimp. She, she ain't stopped working pretty much. You know what I mean? She ain't yeah. stopped working. For she definitely ain't stopped working. But you know, we just, you know, you we know, know the legend of. <laughs> Felicia Rashad comes from the Cosby show. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I just she's just showing love to her friend, man. You know what I mean? I don't think she was being disrespectful. Um, Even in the other one, was it Cosby? Oh, yeah, Cosby. Yeah, she was in that one too, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So mm-hmm. you're talking about like two bags because of this man. She pretty much ate for the better part of a decade if you combine both shows like over 10 years that's 10 years worth of residuals that you get from being yeah. on TV because of what he's provided her I almost equate this to what we talked about before with Bob Kraft with the Patriots the owner of the Patriots and his friendship with Donald Trump where it's unpopular because of what Donald Trump has done he views Donald Trump as a friend because Donald Trump was there for him when he lost his wife to cancer. And it's been documented that Donald Trump called him every day for a year after his wife died to check on him to make sure that he was okay. Right. Friends. And despite what we feel about Donald Trump because of obvious stuff, I can understand where he's coming from because again, that's a big gesture because you're going through a tough time and he took the trouble to go ahead and reach out to you to make sure, basically be a friend, make sure that you reach out and you're trying to reciprocate basically. that. I don't really blame him for that. Yeah, I don't. I don't like how we act like. I don't know. As human beings, you know what I'm saying? Like we can't, you know, express one express one feeling and also can't feel another way. You feel what I'm saying? Because she never you know, said if he if she thinks he was guilty or not. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? She just wants to protect the legacy of Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. And then now that he's released, why can't she be happy for her friend and also feel bad for the victims as well? Because they did go through something, but she also doesn't know. Well, we don't know if she knows or not, but let's just say she don't know what would happen in them rooms either. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So right. why can't, can she not and, feel and both? You know what? Can she, can she not feel both? You know, 
Real talk. And I, I, I really look at it like mm-hmm. our society, us, America, is so contradictive to thinking and doing things because we'll say it's good for do it this way, but then come back and say, okay, it's a problem or issue doing it that way when in actuality, people are trying to do things the way they specifically want it done and not looking at how everybody else is looking at it too. Because it's just seeing, it's just it's just too much where, okay, you have to do it this way and that way is right, where it's, who's to say that's the right way? That's just the way you look at it to be done, not necessarily the only way it can be done. And it just seems like it's too much of a load put on the people to say where it has to be done this way because it's not being accepted the other way you're kind of you're trying to do it because we don't know what you're trying to do and we're not hip to you know what i mean and I, I feel like the backlash comes a lot off that because it's not being done or accepted the way a lot of others or majority of people would like it to be done right hey look man pimping we appreciate you coming on but actually before we get out of here i got a question for you what it do you smoking on that shikari pack man <laughs> she got her own strain, man. You hitting that? Not a game. And then hit not a game. No, not yet. Not yet. I, I ain't hit the security yet. Yeah, yeah. Not yet. You know what I'm saying? I gotta see what that do. Just on the strip. All right. So once you do that, we need you to once you finish fresh off the blunt, we need you to hit like you know maybe go outside and then hit a hundred yard dash for us, and you need to do the time yourself, mm-hmm. yo. <laughs> If it make you faster, then you let us know. <laughs> oh, there's a curry pack. Oh, there's a curry pack. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You so gotta I got to do know. this. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to get my first round. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go ahead and hit a jade and other shit. I'm going to go outside and do the 100-yard dash. I'm, I'm going to give it a quite. It's, it's about quite from one end of my block to the other end. That'll be about almost about right. You know what I'm talking about? And I'm going to get that security probably in a day or two because I, I seen it up there. I just ain't. I just ain't holler at it yet, so I'm gonna see what that do. <laughs> oh, you, you know, see Get it? something short, that's something big. That I, I'm gonna get something short, that's something big. You know what I mean? Just to see what it, just to see what it's hitting on. Right. And I'm gonna have to step outside and put on the track, the New Balance on, on the strap, and yeah, see what it do. Just something. <laughs> I'm not gonna strap. lie, Raj. I would pay to see money. I would pay money, hard earned cash, cold cash, to see you run a hundred yard dash after a blunt. <laughs> in the new, in the New Balances, though. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay hard-earned money. I would pay money to see Look, that. <laughs> I still get it in. I don't be bullshitting. I still be playing basketball and all that. Just on the show. Mm-hmm. Hey, my girl, my girl daughter, we went to the court last year, and she was like, why you do that boy like that? I'm like, what you talking about? We playing 33, job one-on-one. And I'm going to the rim, and she was like, you just ran over him. I'm like, I ain't run over him. He just ain't moved. Like, but I'm going <laughs> to step out the way because he's right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, real talk, I'm going to the hole. Nigga, you supposed to at least go with me, you know what I mean, type shit. I'm not moving around you. Just don't just try. You try to set a charge in a one-on-one? Wrong, don't you tell, know what I mean? Don't tell me you're trying to set a wrong. charge. Don't tell me you're trying to set a charge in a yeah. one-on-one. He ain't, he ain't want to play no more after that. He ain't want to play no more. Just on the strength. You don't play fair. But I ain't know what she was talking about. I, I don't know what she was talking about. I just did yeah, go up hard and be ambi. I'm getting the ambidextrous. The ambidextrous mode on there. Just on the strength. I hear you. <laughs> hey, look, cuz we gonna get up out of here, yo. We know we love you. Appreciate you coming through, putting some pimping on this. You know what I mean? You got any last right. words for the people? On the front, man. I say keep it cool, keep it, keep it clean, and make sure you got the right team. <laughs> yeah. 
You will, you will, you, one day you're going to let us know where you're getting all this shit from, <laughs> yo. Ain't no way. You just, you just, <laughs> yo, you just, all these sayings, it's too much, man. It's too much for the people. You be hitting people be in the all, head, it's man. It's off the top, man. It's all, I ain't hitting me off the top, but I just be kind of say what I, try to say what I feel. You know what I mean? Man, <laughs> you already gave us like, gotta the, hashtag it. you gave us 30 minutes of pimping, man. You can't just be throwing, hitting us in the head with that, too. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> All right, cuz we love you. You know what I'm saying. Till next time, you hear me? All right, but but y'all too, man. Be safe. All right, man. Shout out to pimping with pimping, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know. That's a wild situation. Yeah, we always talk about them times, man. You know what I'm saying? Just to get off of Judge Joe Brown and Bill and all that stuff. The 70s was wild times. No, it was 60s and 70s. 60s and 70s. Yeah, it was just... Wild times. Very, very different, like what we're accustomed to. And not to go down like a whole nother path, but I equate it the same way that people, I would say, excuse what uh, Elvis did with like um, Lisa Marie. And her age and stuff, people always talk about, oh, it was the times and this, that, and the third. Why can't it be the times for Bill? And again, it's not to- totally excused him, but it's just, I would say, adding some perspective to why things happened the way they did. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. Now let's get off of this before yeah. we get in trouble. We, we exactly. Yeah, I'm not trying to get in trouble, but. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we just, we just, we just black men with opinions. <laughs> <laughs> it was always fun, like, yeah, the. Black men get put in a position where, like, counterparts who 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 in the same, let's say, situation and in the same era, conveniently get forgotten about. You about to open Pandora's box, man? I'm not trying to. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, just I'm just, I'm just pointing out, and, and like I said, that could be a whole part in itself. It's definitely a whole part in itself, but let's not, <laughs> let's not fall <laughs> on that. Because <laughs> again. I believe you want to stop. You and Mrs. Buck want to stop being the sponsors. So let's try. To <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel like every time we try to work to find other sponsors, we just knock ourselves down. You know? <laughs> you know Several notches. <laughs> Several notches, man. You feel me? Um, and we always see it. We were like, man, people going. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to like this. We only talk from our heart, though. That's all we know. Our heart and our balls. Yeah. Balls and our word, <laughs> right? Balls and our word. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it, man. Just for our ball. That's all we got in this world. Our balls mm-hmm. and our word. Life's all about guns and butter. Guns and butter. <laughs> it always goes back to guns and butter, right? <laughs> I never know how it gets back to guns and butter. <laughs> but it always does, right? <laughs> but that's what the world circulates around. <laughs> exactly. Man. Guns and butter. Our balls and our word and guns and butter. Um, so, yeah, man. Um, things been happening. Uh, guess who else is, is in the world, man? Their world has been complete. Mm. Almost. What's that? CP3. Ah. He has been in the basketball mm. world for a very long time and hasn't reached the promised land. But guess what? You guessed it. He's going. <laughs> <laughs> he, he reached it. He reached the top, man. He reached the top. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. I also like to say, Trey Young, he's not him just yet. And you know what I mean by him. Yeah. He's he's on that trajectory, though. He is. We spoke about these hymns. Yes. Kevin Durant is him. Mm-hmm. LeBron is him. I believe I said Luca is him. Yes. Luca is him. Whether y'all like it or not, Luca is him. That dude, he helped catapult 
Sylvania. Am I saying that right? Slovenia. Let's just say yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Slovakia. And, and, and my fault. My against that country. Not trying. Not trying to be ignorant. I just want to make sure I'm saying it right. Just let y'all know our geography is a little off too. So he yeah. beat Lithuania, which has been at a basketball powerhouse for like how many decades since the '80s? A long time. And they're going to the Olympics. Yeah. Like that country has barely two million people. Yeah. <laughs> but Luka's so good. So good that uh, I want to say. I want to give credit where it's due. Uh, Colin Cowherd, I heard this on um, from his uh, show. He equated it to when Larry Bird helped catapult Indiana State mm. University mm. to go against Michigan State. The hick from French Lick. Yep. Mm-hmm. And since Larry Bird was there, where's Indiana State been? <laughs> and that's going back to what, 79, 80? So for the, like the, almost like the past like 40 years, they've been irrelevant. <laughs> they, 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 have they even, are they even D1 still? <laughs> I, I don't even know. <laughs> that, that, shows, that shows you how good that dude was. <laughs> he took a no-name college, took him to the championship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the level that Luca has catapulted like his country to like they, they qualify for Tokyo. Accident. Yeah, man. Shout out to them. Uh yeah, Luca is him. But get back on track, you know what I mean? Shout out to CP. God damn I'm upset though, Uncle Buck. I'm What's upset. That? What's that? So you're telling me we gotta watch Milwaukee again in the final? We gotta watch them again? I'm sick. Of, I'm the, I don't want to watch them again. I'm sick and tired of watching, seeing Milwaukee play basketball, yo. Yeah, I don't mind Phoenix because I like watching Phoenix. They're entertaining. Milwaukee, they. What did Chuck say? They play some of the dumbest basketball <laughs> I've ever seen in my entire life. I don't like it, man. I don't like watching it. It's frustrating. It it makes you have an aneurysm because you feel like you're literally about to lose your mind. Because of the common sense mistakes that they make night in and night out. Um, example, why is John shooting the three? Why? You know, um, you have three to four, six foot nine on up dudes on the court. Why are all of them on the perimeter? <laughs> Every last one. Brooke Lopez has been on. I have. I don't look. Shout out to Brooke Lopez. He had an outstanding game. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that game five? Yeah, game five. Him and uh, uh Bobby your boy Portis. Bobby Portis. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's your boy. You've been looking for Bobby. I'm not saying that. <laughs> only reason I keep bringing him in our group chat is just because. Um, not saying that he's a he's a monster. It's just because he was key to their success during the regular season. And he was a key to, uh, to their success in the first round. For whatever reason, Bud Washer thought it was in his best interest not to include that dude in any of his lines at all through that entire series with, that they almost lost Yeah, to the Nets. Not once. When. Then he once, just showed up again. Yeah, once again, common sense-wise, eyeball test, the Nets have no bigs. None. You have at least four bigs. I'm including Mitty in this mix too. Now like six nine and up. And you just thought, hey, you know what? Fuck Portis. <laughs> Let's leave him on the bench. <laughs> this is not to use our, our one advantage against one of the best scorers of all time in Kevin Durant. Let's like 
take away our advantage. <laughs> Let's make this interesting. I don't get it. And and he almost lose. I don't get it. Like it it, it makes zero like we we're sideline rep- reporting and we could do a better job in coaching the squad than the actual head coach who was on the bench by the way with possibly the greatest coach of all time in pop. Does it look every time I see him, he always looks like he doesn't know what just happened. Budweiser. Oh, he always looks angry about like it just he it doesn't look he never has a face of yeah. certainty. <laughs> you know I I get the same thing. Like I think that he's he's a game to game. I'm I'm just riding by the skirt of my pants. Like you you know type like I'm an adrenaline junkie. Let's go ahead and like take this to the max and shit because I I, I need a challenge. It's not already not enough me coaching, you know, trying to win a championship, but I want to make it as hard as fucking possible <laughs> <laughs> on myself. To get there. Right? <laughs> to get there. <laughs> Let's see how this works. <laughs> Let me try it. Billy, sit your ass down, man. Yeah, me me facing like the greatest score of all time, possibly. Nah, not enough. Let's go ahead. Uh, Portish, you sit. Drew, I'm going to insert you when I see fit, <laughs> you know, in the, in the lineup. Yeah, you and PJ going to switch. Yeah. It's going to keep going on and off. Y- y'all going to switch up. Um, Giannis, I want you out on the perimeter. I know it's not your strength, but I want you to go ahead and shoot as many threes as possible because I know a few of them have to go in. That's the type of <laughs> coach that he is. Yeah. He makes the worst possible adjustments I've ever seen. On the flip side, sitting on the opposite bench of him now, you have, I think, one of the better coaches that makes adjustments in Monty. the league. Monty Williams? Oh, yeah, Monty Williams. Shout out to Monty, man. Who's um, Maryland native. Shout out to him. PG native. Yes, Shout out to him. Indeed. Um, you know, players coach who is playing what I can definitely appreciate in terms of old school basketball where you have not positions basketball, but the old school, you know what? The point guard, you initiate the offense. Right. The shooting guard, you're the scorer. The center, you know what? You sit your ass down there on the box mm-hmm. and you make something happen. Yep. Um, we have a three and D guy. Don't try to be a twenty point scorer. You're three and D. <laughs> I want you to go ahead and guard the best player, and I want you to go ahead and jack up some threes. Jack up some threes, nigga. And you know, know what? what? They execute their positions to perfection. I appreciate all that shit. And that, that's why I feel like that makes them the better team because everyone knows who they are. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, absolutely. No one wants to be – I mean, they have they have had players who step, had to step up to be the hero and had to step up beyond their role. Yeah, campaign, Cam campaign. Johnson. Shout out to uh, uh, Bridges. Yeah, and Johnson, Cam and Johnson. Johnson. Cam mm-hmm. Johnson, Bridges, all these young dudes, you feel me? Who but for the most up. part, everybody plays their position. Yeah, and they don't never try to – outstep their boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't see campaign arguing with Chris on who's bringing the ball up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you don't never see or no him, shit like that. Him posting somebody up in the, in the, <laughs> right, box. Right in the box. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> Yo, clap it. Yeah, just clap it. Yeah. Come, come on. I'm open, baby. <laughs> <laughs> come on, bring it in. Come on, give it to me. <laughs> it's like, get, get, get out Yo, of here. Yo, what are you doing? <laughs> you got Capella on you, bro. <laughs> or Aiden, you know, outside, on, you know, on the wing. <laughs> Hit him with a jab, step up yeah. top, try try to step back through. Do a euro step, you know, yeah, to the middle. Yeah, shout, but no, shout out to them. Uh, it's probably by far the lamest finals we had in a long time. Yeah, but I appreciate it though. It's different. It's different. But you do need different. I, you do. You need the hoes too. 
True. The hoes not going to Milwaukee or Phoenix. No, they're not. But <laughs> I think to make things interesting, no matter who wins this series, I think that going to next year, when we're talking about like a recharge, let's just say either team in L.A., if we're going to be honest about it, either team, right, because of the players that they have, along with like some other stops, Philly, um, Boston, the usual suspects, it makes things a bit more interesting but just because you're not assuming – that the finals is going to be decided by like what roughly four to five teams, right? You do want to open just because that causes interest, and therefore your bottom line is better because the consumer, which is us, is going to be tuning to each and every game to kind of see, all right, is this panning out? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, are they real the real deal, or did they make um, use of injuries? Because I know that's the narrative now that Phoenix only made it just because, oh well, LeBron was injured, AD was injured. Uh, Kawhi was in, was injured, all that stuff. Where really just getting in and do like, look, you face whoever was put in front of you, and you came in on top. I like what Shaq said too, where it's like, all right, everyone's injured, but you're still professionals. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not an excuse. It happens every year. Yeah, it's not an excuse. They're professionals. They Phoenix and Milwaukee executed, even though as much as I don't like Milwaukee's basketball team, you feel me? They yeah. executed. Now they're in the finals. You gotta, you know. Nobody's, nobody gives a shit about yeah. any of that extra shit. Nigga, we want to make it to the promised land. Y'all got hurt. We took advantage. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That, again, shout out to Monty Williams. That's when you need a coach to step up and be a coach. You feel me? Like, oh, they don't have AD. Boom. Attack. Attack. Yeah. Aiden, step up. We're going to the rim. They ain't got nobody to, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, they all these teams, they lose Kevin Durant, lost Harden, lost... Kyrie, you feel what I'm saying? Shut every let KD KD's gonna be KD, mm-hmm. but we're gonna make it as hard as possible for KD to be that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And everyone else is gonna have to step up and do their thing. And look, they won, they beat them. You know, Trey Young was down. They found a way to beat the Hawks. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man, shout out to these teams. They made it. You know what I mean? They made yeah. that. The, they had to do what they had to do. Um, is that who we back? thought? Is Giannis back? I the think they're expecting him to be back. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not who we thought would be in the finals. I think Milwaukee and some circles circles were favored, but again, shout out to them. They 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 played who was ever in front of them. They made the best out of the situation, and yeah, they came out on top. And in the history of the NBA, how many teams can say that they had this opportunity? Facts, you know, especially with. Um, this and I, and I want I guess I might be slightly transitioning over to something else that we talked about offline, but um, with this finals right here, do you feel that it catapults CP3 into that top five conversation? I think so. Mm-hmm. Well, damn, top five. That but the thing is, because you that, know, it, and we talked about before, like. Offline, that is. Yeah. That's how many people already holding them before this whole final situation came about. And I know that you and I personally didn't necessarily have CP3 in our top five. Mm-mm. Of um, all time. Yeah, of all time, yeah. that is. Um, and even with this, I actually still find it hard. I, I, mm. And then again, maybe that's another theme of this episode. Like, we're not trying to like crap on people. It's just that. I think that part of our job is to be fair. We got to be fair. Yeah, with assessments. 
how how do you put him? You gotta look at it for what it is. Yeah, all time in terms of top five win. This is his first finals, and barring him winning, how do you put him above John Stockton? See, I keep saying John Stockton. People look at me crazy, but, but yeah, look but at. But why? But look at what he accomplished. Because uh, when you look at top point guards in the NBA mm-hmm. of all time, that's top five. Mm-hmm. Magic is number one, clearly. Like, oh, that's not even a debate. No, the, you see what I'm saying. <laughs> so basically, you got you, 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 still, be, you got to just you still on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> basically, it's basically a top four because Magic just got that spot on lock so yeah. far. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, Magic's got it on lock. Got Steph Curry, who's still currently playing. Oops. People don't people don't want to put Steph in the five, but because he's still playing, he's in that five. And he almost won an MVP on the squad. That if we're gonna be real about it. They would have had the number one pick if he wasn't playing. That's how bad they were. Facts, but he was balling out. Th- that's how good he is. He was balling out. Not even good, great. Isaiah Thomas, five? I I told people this time and time again, Isaiah Thomas beat both. Name both, but I'm going to name a few. He beat Jordan. One. Bird. Two. And Magic. Three. In their proms. Hey. And got two chips. Two. Back to back. Back that's hard to hey back in them day that was hard against three of the top fifty players of all time. It, Excuse take, me, take top fifty out. You that, can make the argument three of the top twenty to maybe fifteen players of all time. And he beat he beat them top ten. I would say I, there's an argument. There okay. is an argument in, in in that in that what you just said. That's how good he was in in, his, in the team, and he doesn't get a, nearly enough credit for that. He's definitely in the top five. Oscar. For those that don't know, why is there even a debate? I don't want people to get too micro with this because I think some people are where like, oh, well, Steph's a scoring, you, you know, point guard and, you know, Big O did this. No, it's as, it's as simple as what is their position classified as? Point guard. So, so let's go with that. He was the first person to average a triple-double in a season. And it took damn near 40 years for that to happen again with Russ Westbrook, right? Mm-hmm. That's how good he is. Go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So period. That there's, there's no there's no other conversation right there. And oh, by the way, he was the first person to win a championship with Lou Alcindor, who eventually became Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Oh, now come on now with the NBA facts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With Cliff Note. You know, and the first person to bring an NBA championship to, to the city of Milwaukee. Of Milwaukee. Cheeseheads. They didn't give a fuck about basketball. It, it was all, all Packers. Yeah, you know. It was Canton, man. Yeah, and, and then, you know, and then, and then Big O and, you know what I'm saying, Big Lou, a.k.a. Kareem, you know, went ahead and did their thing. Come on, man. Come on, we got to look at that. And then, of course. John Stockton. John Stockton is still number one in assists, still number one in steals. And he went to two NBA Finals. He did. He just happened to play against arguably, but dang, bunny years, against the greatest player of all time in back-to-back NBA Finals. But he came out one of the hardest divisions, you know, and went to the Finals. And he did this for about 20 years. And, oh, by the way, he missed 20 games total in that career. career. That's almost like one game a season. Yeah, that's twenty games 
is definitely Chris Paul's like wheelhouse in a season. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying in one season. <laughs> and I again, I didn't mean not, to turn this into yeah. a shitting on Chris Paul. It's just like we, I honestly, I don't think I could put him in my five after this, even if he wins. I don't actually. I don't. I don't know. It's I would like, have to see what happens if he gets like MVP. Then I'll be like, ah, we'll see. Then because you know that's that. Then you gotta look at Stockton. We may have to take him out. Maybe and not me. Me, I would have to look at it. But you know, you can weigh it at that. But yeah, and I mean, and, and I, even with him winning a championship versus Stockton only playing in the finals, for me at least, it'll still be hard because you still got to take those two finals into account. And again, we've established that in past episodes, um, along with like you said, his other accolades. He's viewed as one of the top. 50 players of all time. Wasn't he 11 time all NBA? I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, again, uh, finals. Uh, he was part of the dream team. Damn right. Played again, 20 damn near seasons, basically played a two games a season. And I think that's underestimated in this day and age and stuff. Just imagine with all the technology, all the um, stuff available to these athletes, he played with less at his disposal, but did more with it. Facts. That makes any sense. Facts. And uh, so let's get back. Let's praise. Let's get our praises back to Chris Paul. Oh, you yeah, know what yeah. I'm yeah. And again, it's not crapping yeah, on yeah. Chris Paul. It's just that we just want to put things in proper perspective. See, that's our problem. We always we got to look at all the aspects of things. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Instead, you know, let's stick on just the okay. praise. Let's just give him his flowers right now. We give him flowers to Chris Paul. Shout out to CP. Shout out to you not getting knocked out. Doing that uh, then, Clippers kid series. This, this is a shout out to him. Then at one point, actually two seasons ago, didn't they say that he had the worst contract in the NBA? I don't know. I missed that. Did he? Like when he was in Houston, before, when they were trying to get rid of him. Mm-hmm. Then they say like at one point, oh, he had the he has the most undesirable contract in the NBA. Let's get rid of him. And that's when they were like, you know, send him to OKC and just right. get rid of it because they're the only team willing to take his contract. Now – He's viewed as like, damn, I wish we would have got him. Mm-hmm. He's trying <laughs> to get that bag said, now. Yeah, man. And and he's, deal. he's 36, and they're talking about multiple teams are going to be bidding for his services. Highest amongst them, the Knicks, possibly. But what that says is, go stats to me. That you're this this far along in your career and that you can still command anywhere between a 30 to $40 million a year salary. Mm-hmm. No, that like, shout out to him for real. Yeah, yeah. I hope he gets it. I hope he gets it. No, get get your money. Get your money. Uh, if people willing to pay it, yeah. Who cares? If you're in the later years of your career. You feel me? Like if they're if you're still producing at the level that you are. Look at LeBron. People, you know, people would kill yeah. for LeBron right now. You know what I'm saying? Like LeBron, like yo, you know what? No more Lakers. You know, it's a bidding war mm-hmm. for LeBron. At the and LeBron, damn, almost forty. They're the same age, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, around us, they the same age. So yeah, shout out to CP. Get your money. Um, they're going to the finals. Mm-hmm. Man, I really did want to see him and Pat Bev square up, though. <laughs> that would have been nice. <laughs> the last five minutes of that game was hilarious to me. There was a lot going on. Every other 30 seconds, not even a minute, but 30 seconds, they had to blow the whistle, stop the game because somebody was about to knuckle up. <laughs> Emotions was way too high. Um, CP3 was a key instigator in almost all all those situations. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Pat Bev looking like you know Anthony Hamilton <laughs> was just like somebody said. Pat Bev is a walking Air Force Black Air Force. Man, 
he's a walking a lot of things at this point. Man. Like that it was just hilarious because like everybody was in their feelings. The the sons were acting like and, and again, technically they haven't. They, they were acting like they never won nothing before. And the Clippers was acting like they from South Central. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely acted like from Crenshaw and shit. They was they old, man, my man Boogie was not with none of that shit. Man, he was about to see walk all over his <laughs> He was going to choke slam that nigga if he had, had the chance. He was like, yo, I felt like Boogie was like, nigga, I'm just want to put, I'm playing basketball. Don't push my buttons, you little nigga. You know what I'm saying? Win the game. Y'all won already. Stop. You know what I mean? Get out of my face. You 6'10", and you just turned 30, trying to knuckle up against somebody that's almost 40, barely six barely feet. Barely six feet. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how much of a pass CP3 is. But yeah, you know what? But you know, Boogie will Boogie his he got his hands are rated D. They for everybody. No, that that's true. Well, no, I feel that's like he'll knuckle up with anybody. He has no cut cards. Like yeah. he's just very straightforward. Like I am what I am. And that's all that I am. <laughs> you know. I you got you got love him for that. And I would say entertainment factor alone was worth it. Like watching those like final seconds of the game. What do the Clippers need? Mm-hmm. What do they need now? Cause yeah, I was thinking this too. By Kawhi, huh? Just besides Kawhi, besides Kawhi, what are you doing? Something with Paul George? Do they need to? Do they need to? Uh, what do they need? A, a point guard? So shout out to Reggie Jackson, by the way. He was balling out. Yeah. But what? What do they need? Do they need what, what's better something? role players? Better role players overall. You definitely need Kawhi. Um, because I think he would have made a difference. And I mean, you can make the argument that. Would the Suns have won if he was playing? I don't think so. You know, um, but besides that, you also need. Um, excuse me. I, yeah, I would say better role players because a lot of people that we're naming now, whether it's like um, Jackson, Boogie, uh, I guess you can also say like um, uh, Rondo. Yeah, a lot of them not gonna be there next next season. So you need to go ahead and make sure that they actually have like talented role players around them that know their role and embrace it. But here's all right. So I agree with that. But I'm gonna let's speak on the series mm-hmm. that just ended, right? Because I feel like they have their role players that they have currently. I didn't think they were bad. They they. I feel yeah. like they were. Reggie Jackson was put producing way better than I thought he was going to. You feel me? A lot of people weren't available though. Uh, Serge wasn't available, right? Marcus Morris was balling though. Yeah, but he was injured too, right? For a few, but he he did his. But I'm no, saying, yeah, he, he he came along. I, I I I understand what you're saying. So, okay, I don't I don't know, cause shout out to uh my man PP. Mm-hmm. It can be, it can stand forever what you want it to. Yeah. PP. Playoff, pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, whatever. <laughs> whatever you want to say. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah. He showed spurts of playoff P. Yeah. But I saw a lot of pandemic P. Right? Clipper organization, what do you do with that? I think that they definitely need to come together as a group because um, I understand the mental health. Believe me, I understand the mental health aspect of what happened last season. <sighs> On the flip side, with that being said, if I'm paying you multi millions of dollars a year to go ahead and be the best version of yourself that you can possibly be, and you basically take off because I don't feel like being here, I have a problem with that. Mm. Um, mm. With 
you again willingly accepting to be a number two. I get that. I'm cool with that. But you're thrust into the role of being a number one, and it takes you some time. I and once again going back to the money, I'm paying you multi million dollars a year to go ahead and and produce. I have certain feelings about that too. There needs to be some type of heart to heart um, across the organization, particularly with the top two dogs. That yo, what are we really trying to accomplish here? And to me, it's like it's not even the fact that okay, say Paul George have a game where he went fucking six foot twenty that, and, that and shit like that, and, and it happens, right? That that's not that doesn't that's not what bothers me because mm-hmm. remember he had that game. He had like 40, I think, or almost 40, but he missed those two free throws. Yeah. Shit like that is what makes me go, yo, no, yo. You feel me? Mm-hmm. This is where you need to be the top dog. This is what makes you a top dog. You mm-hmm. got to make the shit that counts and that's big. Yeah. That's going to take you there. You feel me? Shout out to KD. KD airballed the uh, overtime shot, but he took them to overtime. You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? Like, he still got them. They could have lost before then. He hit the, that that clutch three with the shot clock, and then it took them two overtime. That's a top dog. Yeah, you feel me? Top dogs do shit like that. They got to step up and do things that needs to be done. You need to hit two fucking free throws, at least at the very least, make one. You miss both. You feel what I'm saying? And shit like that. That's just I don't know. I don't. I think that's a a mental thing. You feel me? Because he's obviously yeah, can ball. He's obviously, you know, we know we've seen what he can do. You feel yeah. me? But it's just those instances that make that take you to another level of superstardom or stardom that you gotta you gotta make this happen, man. You gotta you gotta correct this issue right here. I agree with that. Um I know some people were letting him off. Others like your boy Skip Bayless. You know, was definitely <laughs> defending him. And then um uh, Shane was actually bringing up a good point where if you if you're supposed to be like that dude and in the same echelon if you were with like LeBron and so on and so forth, LeBron would have been a cruci- he would have been crucified if he would have did the same thing. Facts. We and we know that for a fact. Um so you can't totally let PG off the hook for that. Um that's why I was like, you need to go ahead and bring them both in and have a like a real frank Heart to heart with them. What are we? What are we really trying to do here? Mm-hmm. Whose role is which, and just really kind of like just flesh it out, and then from there, once they come to some sort of consensus about top dogs, um, roles, expectations, so on and so forth, from there, like build the roster out to really compete because next year is going to be key. You're you're in year two, and you made to. Um, Okay, you made it to like the conference finals, but the low management, like you know, it's just everything isn't really not clicking. Yeah, it's not clicking. Yeah, I was trying to find a word, but yeah, I think it's simple as that. It's not really like clicking. Where like I look at this team, and I feel like, damn, this is the team that's going to go ahead and win the champ. You know, come out the West and win the championship because they're the best team on paper. When you look at it on paper, yeah, they should have. They they were my favorite. If if you're talking about like. A top twenty talent in like Paul George, and you're talking about um, you know, supposedly doing bunny years, that dude that's supposed to be better than like LeBron, and there are like many people that feel that, and you 
barely come out. You, you barely survived the first round. Luca almost beat you single handedly. Facts. And then the second round, okay. People you, forget about that. Did happen. Yep. This series, this playoff. Yeah. Legit. And okay, you, you somehow miraculously make it to like the conference finals and you okay, you 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 make it somewhat competitive, but it's just that competitive and you lose the six games, <laughs> you know, to like uh a team that a year ago didn't even qualify for the playoffs. I'm gonna be looking at you sideways. Yeah. Like are you really that like you really that dude? Are you really this team? Yeah, something needs to happen. They need a they need a real leader in there. There's no leader in that room, locker room. Yeah, uh, and, and I know like Ronald possibly helped, but at the same time, at this point in his career, Ronald's not Rondo. Excuse me, is not the in Boston. He was viewed as like the the um, you know like the fourth star, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, he's not that. He's just the old head that's been through some shit <laughs> and, and that has some perspective that he can go ahead and pass on to like the younger generation. He's an angry old man. Exactly. You know, like I. I agree with people. I think he'll make a great head coach. I do too. Um, you need someone else that's still somewhat relevant as a player that can also add perspective and lead the team to go ahead and do great things, right? Yeah. Because it's clear that Kawhi is that vocal. Paul George is Paul George. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best way I can kind of put it. So, it's funny I understand what you mean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, everybody that watches the game knows what I mean by that. So you really need, like, another player to really kind of, like, be that, like, um, leader. Yeah, nobody and, and nobody wants to listen to Pat Bev. I feel like Pat Bev yells when he's, like, close on you. Yeah. He's a close talker, I feel like. And he he's the type of player where I would love to have him on my team. I would hate him as a player on another team I had to play against him. Yeah. Because he does do, like, some shady type of stuff. Like – you do see the arguments about like him flailing his body underneath you when you jump because you can get injured, right? Like legit, a lot of um, shit. A lot of shit. But, no, yeah, but it, I, overall, I mean, I think I think it's gonna be an interesting finals. Um, it's, it's very different than what we're accustomed to. Um, I'm I'm excited for PG three. I CP3. think that you I said PG. I'm sorry, uh, CP three. I think that as it stands right now, I I see Phoenix in six. Um, I like that. You know, just because I think overall, I think the players who know their clearly defined roles, as well as I personally believe the better coach mm-hmm. is sitting on the Phoenix bench mm-hmm. compared to what we see in um, Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> and they match up well, too. I feel like they match up well. They got bigs on the on Phoenix. They got Aiton. No, absolutely. You know I mean? They can, you know, I mean, Milwaukee's probably one of the, Paul's one of the biggest teams in the NBA. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they're good over there. And, uh, cause, you know, I feel like Crowder changes that too. I, I do. Crowder. I do. He, he's one of those underrated players. Once again, but to my earlier point, he knows his role. Mm-hmm. I'm 3 and D. I'm supposed to be that pest that gets underneath your skin. But I'm expected to go ahead and hit a big shot. When it's needed. When it's needed. Exactly. He, he, he typically that. does. Yeah, you need that, man. You need that. He's, I feel like he's, like his size is underrated too. What is he, like 6'9", six, 6'8"? Six, something like that. Like 230 maybe? Yeah, something like that. He's a big dude, yo. And he, you know, yeah, he can guard, you know, the perimeter players and shit. Yeah, he's a, he's a good piece to have, yo. And Monty makes adjustments. Yeah. That That's that's another piece to, um, to the puzzle too. Monty 
makes adjustments that are needed to put his team in the best position. I don't think Budweiser does. Budweiser does not. Budweiser he does the opposite. case of Budweiser's before the game and just wings it. <laughs> yeah. And there's a lack of wings. There's a lack of wings in the country right now. So <laughs> I'm surprised he hadn't put all centers in the game at one point. <laughs> it's just like that. Yeah, just Lopez, do random shit. Brooke Lopez bringing the ball up. <laughs> like, oh, fuck, man. <laughs> Drew, I want you down the box. Get down there, Drew. <laughs> oh, shout out to Drew, too. He's been hooping. Not yet. Drew Holiday's been hooping. You know what I'm saying? I like a guard. I like big guards that know that they're physically just imposing over these other guards, yo. Yeah, I mean, he. I'm thugging you. Get out of here. He, I mean, his shots weren't necessarily falling, but he was still playing monster defense. But when his shots weren't falling, I felt like he would go, he would drive more, or he would. They were trying to, they would post him up a little bit. I wish he would have did more, and I think that was more like a Budweiser call. Yeah, me personally, because um, you can see it every time he had a, a like actual guard, like you know mm-hmm. he didn't have a two or or you know a wing defender on. Yeah, he could just take that motherfucker to the to the box. You know what I'm saying? He's just bigger than everybody. But he didn't position. do it. At least for me, like I felt like the series went on longer than what it should have. And that's why I was like, I think it was, I would think it was a coaching call. That's why I hate watching Milwaukee. They always want to, yo, just get it they over could, with. That's what I mean. The common sense stuff. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Like, there's no way. I thought, I thought Atlanta should have only had one game. But when going into this, I thought Atlanta would get one game. And that's no disrespect to Atlanta because they played, they've been mm-hmm. playing great the whole series. But just the, the teams, when you look at both of them, you know what I'm saying? Especially with Trey out, why are y'all struggling? Yeah. It made no sense. And that's why, like, after a while, I was like, you know what? Let me just pick Atlanta. I'm not saying, like, I thought, like, Atlanta had more talent on paper. It's just that I had more confidence in Nate McMillan than I did in Bo Watson. Facts. Facts. Shout out to those teams. Shout out to CP for making the finals, man. Well-deserved. Uh, You know, shout out to Milwaukee and them. You know, Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. This is, this is the lamest I was, finals. I was about to say, who do you have? I got Phoenix. I got Phoenix. How many games? I'll say Giannis hyperextended his knee. Yes. So will he be the same? You think he'll be the same coming he, back? He. I know he's working out right now. He has no jumper. No. <laughs> so <laughs> he's pure athleticism. That's a lot of game. pressure putting your knee just driving constantly the whole series. So I hyperextend the knee. I will say Phoenix and five. Mm, five. Okay. Phoenix and five. No Giannis. Mm. Or if you get a Giannis, you get a hobbled Giannis. Do you think Mitty takes over? Mm, Takeover is a stretch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, basically, do you have confidence in Mitty? Because now the argument is that he's really the number one compared to Giannis being number two. That's ridiculous, by the way. You, but I know you've heard that, right? I've heard it. Yeah. I mean, he's. I feel like he's more skilled, yes, as basketball player. Because he, he's a shooter, yeah. But Giannis, is, he's a force. You know what I'm saying? Like. Giannis is just a, like, you know, Giannis is just a force. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I don't think he's the number one option. And I don't think he can carry them, carry the team on his back. I don't think he's that player. Yeah. I th- So, no. <laughs> no faith in me. I think, yeah, I think it's a stress to think that, Gian- I mean, excuse me, Mitty is the number one option on a championship squad. That, I just can't rationalize that in my mind. Like, I think that, if anything, this helps their case where if he has a, Fairly good showing, and it's serious about Lillard wanting to leave. I would throw my hat in the ring. Yo, we'll throw Mitty. Yeah, get him out of there. Another player, 
a slew of draft picks. What do you think? Can we get Lillard? You ever thought about those type of players like a Mitty? Well, who's they're good. They're really good. Mm-hmm. Not all. Not super. They're all stars. Not mm-hmm. st- stars per se. You're basically playing to be a. Uh, like a, a chess piece. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're basically playing your heart out so your your organization can be like, look, see, he's good. Take him. <laughs> I mean, so we can get him. There's a whole bunch of players like that. Look at Sexton over in Cleveland. That's what I'm saying. You ever think about how they how's that feel, yo? Like you you in your mind, you're balling out. <laughs> I'm averaging twenty. I, I'm mm. averaging twenty six and six. Let's just say that, right? You know, one I'm having a good year, or whatever, and your organization is like, look at him, he's balling out. Now give us him. <laughs> we I, want him. We got two of hims for one of him. Give, I give that nigga over here. I would look at it two ways. <laughs> I would. So to your point, I would feel a certain way about it initially. I mean, on the flip side, I would also look at it like, damn, at least someone wants me. I have value right. within a league that people would die to be in, and it's. Hard as shit to stay within. Okay. You see where I'm going with that? Like So you're being an adult about things. <laughs> I think you I think you have to because yeah. I, I think what also gets lost in this day and age is um perspective. Um, that, yeah, exactly. Where people let their feelings come into it, mm-hmm. where on another note, how many times have we heard phrases from these players these days, especially on oh, my brand? My business, you know, you use those big boy words, but then you you, you start getting to your feelings. We get traded, or your name's mentioned X Y. Like you, again, you can't have it both ways, right? You know what I'm saying? You you got to go ahead and like look at it from perspective where, man, I got value. Like okay, it didn't work out here, but at least the team wants me and they want to give up. Boom, 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 boom to go ahead and get me. Right. I get it. You know, so I, I would look at it from 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 that. Standpoint, and I also see why someone would be pissed though. No, I, I see, I, I do see it both ways. I do see it both ways. <laughs> Average 25, this year. but <laughs> no, there, there is value where, um, you, you say if if, if they, are, they are included in a deal, let's just continue to use uh, Lillard. I'm including a deal for a future Hall of Famer mm-hmm. where the team that traded for me is going to have to go ahead and invest in me in some way, some fashion. Um, even if it's like a year, that means I still have like value. Even if I get flipped one more again, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like to <laughs> to like like one another squad. Um, yeah, I mean that that would appeal to me and stuff. And one way or another, you you get a bag, or even if it's like a year to year type thing. Who's to say like there's now some type of um um honor, I guess, where on the Top in, I want to have a multi-year deal deal that takes me to my at least my mid thirties, where I'm making like twenty to forty million a year. Mm-hmm. On the low end, I go to like a year to year type situation, like um, Dwight Howard. Yeah, because like technically, like what the hell is he doing? But at the same time, he's almost what thirty six, thirty seven himself, but he's still in the league. He's gonna get another like. A, one year contract from someone yeah, he's because it's that's what I mean. Like, and how many players can say that they have that opportunity? Yeah, shout out to that man. Uh, and that also shows how LeBron gives all his friends a bag, yo. 
True. Dwight Howard is still getting a bag after that. That the Lakers is the reason he's getting multiple checks. KCP got a three year contract. <laughs> How'd that happen? Y'all need to bow down to LeBron, man. Y'all niggas that got checks, especially Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson, uh, all them niggas. Mike Miller. There's a there's a number of players. Jr. James Jones. James Jones. Jr. Got a bag. James Jones is a, a wasn't he executive of the year this past year I for Phoenix? Uh, he might have been. So you would know better than me. He was getting he was getting bags from LeBron, and then he was like, you know, what? I want I want to try this GM thing, and he went to Phoenix, and now look where he is. They're like, they're like, what? You play with LeBron? Come on, man! <laughs> Come on over here. You know what you're doing? <laughs> Sit on down. You learn from the you learn from the goat. The goat himself, <laughs> LeBron, Cleo, <laughs> Cleotis James. <laughs> what is LeBron's middle name? <laughs> Let us know. What did, what, what did that man teach you? <laughs> tell us. Tell us everything. LeBron, <laughs> Cleophas, James. What are his secrets? You know what I mean? Shout out to that. Shout out to, again, to the finals. I got Phoenix and five. Uncle Buck, Phoenix and six. Uh, I want CP to get the NBA, the, the finals MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a, I think it'll be a toss up between him and, and Book. Yeah. I think, I think he would get it though. Mm-hmm. Hold, hold up. Uh, you know what? Here's a hot take. Mm. Don't sleep on Aiden. Oh, I'm not. Don't sleep on Aiden. I'm not. He might creep up and get that thing, yo. I'm not. He might creep up and just have a breakout series, he's yo. Pl- he's playing against Lopez, so I have to. Have that's no what I, <laughs> Listen. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I mean, yo. You know what I mean? Drew Holiday's going to be guarding CP or Devin Booker. He, Devin Booker's probably going to have Middleton or PJ mm-hmm. Tucker. The easiest dude to eat is Aiden. Aiden can eat. <laughs> he is he is spry. He embraces his role as a big. And like during that series, he averaged a double double, didn't he? Yes. Okay, so I wouldn't be surprised if like twenty and ten, twenty two and ten, something like that, like throughout the uh the series. And especially if he has like a, a bunch of key moments, like let's say, I don't know, a block against Giannis. During a key moment in the game that would have put Milwaukee up, but because he blocked it, um, Phoenix runs it back to the next uh, other side of the court, and they go up like a few that helps them seal the game. That is MVP worthy right there. Come on, man, that's my. I, put, I got Aiden in that too. Mm, Look out okay. for Aiden. Look out for Aiden. Okay, he might get that thing. I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. You got me. You with me? Come I, on, I, man. I, yeah, I don't. I, you smell I definitely what I'm see. A, I see a logic. Yeah, you pick up what I'm putting down. <laughs> come on cool breeze <laughs> come on cat daddy <laughs> you know what i'm saying so uh i'm ready to get out of here you ready? yeah yeah i'm ready yeah and i had to get my old school thing i was watching bobby brown and keep sweat oh yeah man comedy gold legends man, man. legends i love they need more versus like when the old heads show up they show up and they show out they ain't too cool for that shit listen me and A. Martin were living our best life watching that that verses right there. Not only for the songs, just by them being them, <laughs> and that and those are always the best when like you're honestly being yourself, right there. Where like you knew that Keith Sweat, you couldn't tell him shit because he knew that I got them hits and oh, I looked mm-hmm. with the T looked good. Had <laughs> 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 looked good, you know, with his uh. Blazer slash shirt with his glistening chest open. <laughs> it, yeah, his chest was way too glistening for me, yo. 
I'm like, yo, come on, get this man a towel. I think, matter of fact, he did that on purpose. You know, yeah. he sprayed his chest before he got out there. It was all like shimmery and glitter. Gl- he looked like he was like one of the elves from like Lord of the Rings or whatever. <laughs> like you know, like the shimmery, you know, essence around him and everything. Yeah, poor Bobby. Bobby's still soaking right now. Man, you know? Bobby has been in like a like was it like a nine six hour Epsom salt bath <laughs> <laughs> with the walking boot on. He in critical condition right now. Yo, he need help. Amar <laughs> said he had plantar fasciitis. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, he probably tore both his ACLs. <laughs> you know that one? He hit that one move where he was moving his feet. He definitely yep. tore some. He tore something after that. He sat right back down, man. And whenever he sat down, it like you need like like an oxygen machine next to that dude, <laughs> like one of those like joints they have in the sideline. <laughs> he just like, <laughs> just like no hair. <laughs> oh yeah, he definitely was looking up to the heavens. You know what I'm saying? He said, Whitney, just give me the strength, baby. man. He was like, Calgon, take me away. <laughs> just give me the strength, baby. Come on, get me through this thing. <laughs> and Keith Sweat was so drunk, he was like, Man, you cheating this shit, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking like he was on the block, man. Man, stop all that cheating Cause, shit, cause, nigga. Cause first cause first he was smooth with it, but then we got lit. <laughs> he went back to Harlem. He turned to Keith from Harlem, man. He said, "Come on, B." He's like, "Come on, yo." He's like, "Man, you look, you look, you looking at my cheat? You, you, you cheating? You dead ass, B. You gonna keep playing that? You gonna keep cheating, B? Word the mother. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Sheer rock, Sheer rock, baby. She, he, that sheet rock. <laughs> yo, them babies was throwing me. Yo, he's good. Yo, how man. many times you think you said baby? That man, he said baby game. so many times. He was like, "Come on now, baby." That could have been a drinking game. You would have been in the hospital after that. All them shots you would have had to take. That's why he was lit. <laughs> <laughs> he played drinking himself against himself. He sang to this rock. <laughs> Man, he sang to Shirok. <laughs> Not even Sirock, but Shirok. <laughs> Drank responsibility. <laughs> Shout out to Bobby, man. Hey, Bobby was lit without even being lit. Bobby was trying his hardest to stay in the game, but that dude, like, it was one of those things where Bobby has forever hits, right? Just off of like, don't be cruel alone, right? Yeah. I think we can all agree about, about that. Um, outside of make it last forever from like Keith, Bobby has way more forever hits. However, the way they stacked them along with just pace. And when I say pace, that means being winded as fuck where you can't even, <laughs> you huffing and puffing even when you're on the, the sidelines. <laughs> When your opponent's performing, sweat, sweat. Bobby lost that. Keith, K E E F won that. Keith showed up, man. Like he showed up for real. Keith showed up. Um, you know, <laughs> paint on lineup and all. Like that dude, like legit. Like you forget how many hits that he has, along with just the showmanship, and the fact that he took it back to Harlem. Like he was talking major shit, big shit. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Sweat. <laughs> I'm, I said my last name's Sweat, but you're the only one sweating. <laughs> like, goddamn! And then, did you did you go back and check the part when he was like, Bobby was no no no. Keith was like, uh, Bobby just finished playing some new edition, mm-hmm. and Keith was like, man, that's that new edition. 
I always wanted to be a new addition. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't come to Harlem to get me. <laughs> and Bobby was like, yeah, man, we wanted you in there. Then Bobby paused, and he was like, but you was 10 years older than us. <laughs> 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 and then that's what Keith Sweat, Keith Sweat was like, all right, don't start that shit now. <laughs> He just switched. You can just tell the switch. He yeah. said, "Don't you, don't you start that old shit now." He's like, "My body is bad." Yo, he, he was like, "Don't you start, don't you start throwing rocks now? Don't start, don't start. Nothing won't be nothing, nigga." Man, they took it old school for real. Like you, oh, man, man, like, loved it, man. Two uncles at the cookout, man. Oh, and and they were definitely uncles at that that thing. Like they, <laughs> they like Keith. You couldn't tell him nothing. He was an uncle that thought he was still a player. Mm-hmm. Being about sixty years old, Bobby still was like, "I still got it, baby. Look at me." You know, he had, he had the raging bulls on. Yeah, man. You know, and you could tell like when he he looked up at that screen, and he saw his old videos. He's like, "I still got it, baby." And he would try, <laughs> give him like a good twenty seconds later. <laughs> he was like, he, he, was like right. he tried to do reminisce the dance, do the little dance move. Like, nah, I ain't gonna do. It. I'm just hitting with the <laughs> hit him with little shimmy. Man, we'll sit down. And you saw at the end his last joint. He was trying to dance. He was like, fuck it. I'm, he's like, I'll see y'all later. Yeah. He just walked off stage in the middle of the song. The song was still going on. No, it had me. Well, this, this was funny, too, when DJ Cassie was like, they're going to take a five-minute break. What, what do y'all want to see them kids? Then Bob was like, hell no. We need he's a like, break, nah, nigga. I need a break. <laughs> he said, we need a break, nigga. Bobby was, I know he was like, fuck that five minutes, nigga. I need an hour and a half. Man, he had the IV ready backstage <laughs> off the rip. <laughs> Replenish his fluids. <laughs> Man, he said when he said on the first song, I was like, "Oh man, this this gonna be trouble right here." Cut me, Mick. Cut me. You know he had to. T- I knew he took a bath back there. He had to. I know he was sweating all inside his clothes, yo. Dude, I'm telling you, he had like the bath that the NFL players have ready for them when they coming off the ice bath, <laughs> the training camp <laughs> with Epsom salt in the bath. Is that the ice bath waiting for? <laughs> Come on, Bobby, you need this. Ah, cool me off, baby. <laughs> he was like, he was in there, like you could literally see the expression on his face. He was like, "Remember your training, baby. <laughs> Remember what they trained you to do. <laughs> be who they would expect you to be, baby. You still Bobby Brown, man. <laughs> still your prerogative, baby." <laughs> Show him who y'all, Bobby. Show him. <laughs> and I didn't even get through. He's like, ooh. <laughs> and I know you've been more than anyone here. Leave your body, baby. Leave your body. <laughs> Leave your body, Bobby. Leave your body, baby. Come on. You got this. <laughs> Only 10 more songs. Let's go. He, he's like, one song at a time, baby. One song at a time. <laughs> Oh, I know that pep talk was real backstage, oh, yo. Oh, my God. He was probably slapping all in the face. Come on, Bobby. Get, get You can do it. They rubbing Vaseline on his face. Oh, get it. Get oh. sauce. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's too He's too agile, man. Like, Bobby, he's sitting down, yo. Like, oh, man. Man, they probably, they probably get in. He probably gave him some deer and like, for real. He's dead, <laughs> some beans. Like, oh, it's too much going on. Yeah, that was legendary. Shout out to that man. No, but <laughs> but like, it was dope to see those two legends go at it though. Yeah, that was beautiful, man. Shout out to them. They did that thing. I think I I think Keith won, just like yourself. Apparent, just the the packaging of how he brought everything to the verses, man. I'm gonna have to give that to Keith. Yeah, even though Bobby cheated according to Keith. 
That's hilarious. <laughs> you man. know, like uh No, you can't play the group you was in. <laughs> <laughs> he uh his his arrangement, his his order was like impeccable and he, he did have that thing like well thought out. And then quick side note, uh Kid Capri let it be known that Keith uh actually reached out to him to go ahead and be his DJ mm. for the battle, but there was a conflict because he said that he was just coming back from LA and he actually had like something else lined up the day of the battle. Oh, so that's why he couldn't do it. Okay. You know, he said, you know, he would have loved to, it's just that, that conflict. So that's why Cassie did both of them. Okay. That makes sense. That would have been dope. That yeah. Capri up there. Oh yeah. Yeah. That would have been dope. Yeah. Shout out to that, man. Um, yeah, it's time to get up out of here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, we like to say before we go prayers up to biz Marquis. Yes. Um, he is in the hospital at the moment. Um, there was false news saying that he passed away. God damn it. Stop <laughs> reporting fake news. Just chill out. Jesus. Yo, chill out. Can you w- let the family, the family, unless the family wants that information out, let the family put that information out. Big Daddy Kane was pissed about that shit. He, as he should be. Stop. No, yo, stop. that's, that's his boy for like, for real, for real, like his homeboy. But just get off of Big Daddy Kane. His yeah. family, yo. How you that's think I mean, they yeah. feel? They yeah. sitting here. They know what's going on. They probably next to him in the hospital. They praying. They hoping he recovers and, you know, becomes healthy again. And you, you just look on your fucking phone and see that, you know. And I think, they, I think, they, I think he was speaking on behalf of them because he has that platform. You know what I'm saying? To your point. Yeah. And like besides his family, along with their own personal relationship, he was like pissed about that shit. Like, look, stop trying to be first with, you know, news. Like he's not, you know, he's fighting hard, but just chill out. Basically. That's the day we live in, man. Everybody would just want to be first. They don't give a fuck. Like shade room. Stop that mm-hmm. ball or alert. All of these, these type of platforms. Well, y'all, I, we know y'all profit off of who's first with the mm-hmm. news. That's, we know it, but goddamn, have some integrity. You feel what I'm saying? Reach out to the family. Yeah, first. I would say respect the family, yo. Like, how do you, even if he, let's say he, God bless, yeah, hopefully this doesn't, but if he did, who said they would want it out so fast anyway? You know what I'm saying? Like, who who said their fam, his family would want that news out there? Keep shit private, you feel me? Like, yeah. this, it, everything shouldn't be for entertainment, bro. That's too, that's it. This is somebody's lot, not even livelihood, this is their life. That's their life. That's their goddamn life. So that's I'm not. We're not gonna go deep yeah. into that because we can try and leave. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. I need a nap. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, prayers up for Biz Biz Marquis. Hopefully he feels better. Hopefully he gets better. Uh, you know, love to his family and everything. Let's pray for that man. Hopefully yeah. he's good. Let's get out of here. I got a song already. All right. You know what I mean, shout out to you, Uncle Buck. Shout out to the Bucks for letting <laughs> me in here. Of course. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> shout out to that. Shout out to the little bucks upstairs. Hopefully they asleep. Not Boy number one's not asleep. He got company. Yeah, he's not asleep. Boy number two definitely needs to be asleep because I got to drop his butt off in the morning. Oh, yeah. He definitely, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure he be sleeping good. He be running all day, you know? <laughs> I know he be sleeping good, yo. He runs, he constantly runs. Man, tired takes a lot of energy. I mean, <laughs> not tired, but crazy takes a lot of energy. Um, he fell asleep. I want to say about like six yesterday. He was asleep until about like eight thirty at Ew. night. Ew. 
we had to hurry up and wake him up, and then I gave him melatonin after he ate his dinner. <laughs> he put him right back, to, <laughs> right back to sleep. Nighty night, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see his eyes closed. He's like, listen, night. Yeah, well, you being crazy all day. Yeah, it, it burns, man. I feel you, bro. Hey, shout out to Uncle Buck. It's your boy, Fish Montana. Shout out to A. Martin. Shout out to Gid. Shout out to B. Prince. You know what I'm saying? Follow us. Twitter, not a podcast. You know what I'm saying? Hit us up. Gmail. This ain't no podcast at gmail.com. Check out the artwork. IG. You feel me? This ain't no podcast. Put the air in front of that. And we out. If you thinking I'm a losing, you never fuck. Papa Jim and them is ooh, belly butter cup. Young and I'm my city, keep it spooled just to sum it up. No security, you see me, but that glass spit. Youngest nigga doing it, that's why I pop shit. VVS is jumping while it's like a mosh pit. Really not shit, but I'm moving like I'm hot shit. Legal money coming and I started off robbing. True to everything I did, it's really no flogging. All my shit been going up, little nigga, no dodging. And I'ma keep on coming with the heat, I'm hogging. Trench cake, little on a piece, stop sobbing. Why them niggas hating it defeats my noggin. If that ain't really your beef, stop siding. Say you trying to run in these streets, stop hiding. Huh. Run it up, run it up, run it up run Niggas broke coats, they be on that funny stuff Richard Money, my wrist me on I done came way too far, I can't fuck it up I got niggas that die by that gang gang Be beyond that you fuck with us Here in the walk inside, I be clutching up All the haters mad, they got enough of us Run it up, 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 run it up Run it up, 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 run it up I just stack up that money, I run it up Give a fuck about who love me, I run it up Run it up, Lamborghini with the bubble guts. Got them bands and I'm flexing, hold my muscle up. I'ma stand on the business when it's time to bust. I get paper in the morning when I'm waking up. Make my bitch get your bitch coming, fuck on us. Make a hit with that switch, now my ops are dust. Put my rats in the wall, now it's growing rust. Diamond chain get this swing and they know it's us. They know it's me. Pinky ring get this singing like Jodeci. Double R and it came with a notary. I see stars, I'm a star like it's supposed to be. I pop bars only way I can go to sleep. When my gang need it.